Yeah, sip your water, boo boo. Bitch. You want G shit? He's going to give it to you. Was that her? Holy shit, you got an Adam's apple? I'm gulping. She's got an Allie's apple. That's right. Take it easy on that water. We don't have an endless supply of that. Good point. Hey, don't worry. There's a lot coming out of the toilet since yeah. I tried to flush that. You getting padded thing. down, pad? Bro, I'll tell you what. Every time uh, Grammy Award winning Mayday came out the bathroom and was showing what he did to your toilet, it reminded me of what Charlie Sheen did to Corey Haim, which is the real reason why I'm here tonight. Um, is to show uh, attention and awareness to the pedophile circle that's going on in California and it needs to stop. Really. Yeah, Charlie Sheen needs to go down for what he did to Corey Haim. I love Corey Haim. He was in Prayer of the Roller Boys. He was in Lucas. He was in The Lost Boys. He was in Fast Getaway 1 and 2. All right, people. All right. And, uh, license to Drive. Can I ask you, can <laughs> Dude, I, ask you I like a License question? to Drive, but before oh, yeah. he died, they was going to do License to Fly. What? But because of Charlie Sheen raped him with Crisco and his butt cheeks on the <laughs> set of Lucas. Uh, you really have a thing for Lucas. That, that's Wasn't he happened. like the retarded guy? That show hey. really no, he was the him. little kid. That was Gilbert's great. Wait, we could. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a different No, he wasn't retarded. retarded. Too, he then. was little. All right, stop. He was little. Charlie what? Sheen was older, and he raped him on the set of Lucas, and oh, I think God. everybody needs to be stop. aware of that. Can that's I ask gross. you a question? Why didn't Corey Feldman, like, go to the police? Because Corey Feldman. So this is this one of those things. I'm talking to Brawler. This is what me and. People like Jared suffer from. This is why I do front flips. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear about that. I'm a I'm a child actor, local scene person. He's a child actor, Corey Feldman. Does anybody care what Corey Feldman's doing now? No, absolutely not. So he charged people twenty dollars to watch something, and if you watch like the interviews he did, because I was curious. He thought he was breaking technology laws and all kinds. She's like, this is the first time everybody's going to watch the same show at the same time. Motherfucker, people rent pay-per-view all the time. He thought he made the first pay-per-view ever. <laughs> Dude, if you watch the interviews, he thought he was making the first one. This is the first time ever. And I want to stop pedophilism. What is it? I don't Pedophilia? know the words. Thank you. He, he wants to stop it all. I think it's so only one So for a small word. price of 20 bucks, I'm going to call out everybody. But this is going to be the first time ever in history that you get to watch the same shit. Did the same you watch time this show or? No, man. I don't no, watch you read any an show. article about it? No, because when How the you show. you know all this? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, because he's been posting about it. So when the show was supposed to happen, it never did. So yeah, he said all the that. hackers happened. Like, all the hackers stopped him from getting it. Oh. Which all the biggest name he pulled out was Charlie Sheen. Wait, so the documentary didn't happen? The documentary happened live in in California, uh-huh. but when he, the pay per view, it didn't happen. Oh! But he was on every website. He's like, "So what are you trying to do?" He's like, "My message clearly is this because I'm fucking fed up with it. For twenty bucks for one day only at the same time, blah blah blah." But if yeah. you really wanted to help this, you would have done it for free. You would have said it. You could go on Facebook Live even if it doesn't get. You right. know, you, they charge money. Yeah, but and dude, he come up with Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen and be like, "What the fuck? What, Are you serious?" No, but Charlie Sheen already came out and said, "Normally, I'm, I don't deny shit because it's true. This is not true." Yeah, dude, I would, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if for twenty more dollars, Charlie Sheen will let you hear his uh, <laughs> his statement about it. But Charlie Sheen just came out for having AIDS after denying it for five years. Oh, really? He's got AIDS? Yeah, yeah he's got HIV. Him. No, I don't remember that. He got it from Corey Haim. 
No, no, no. But, the, but what's funny is through Corey all this. Corey still alive? No, he died. No, he he did? fucked him to death. Ben died. Oh, oh stop it. No, Jesus Corey, fuck, Corey, man. Corey Hayne died. It's Friday. I'm going to let you slide. Corey, what the hell's wrong with you? That's what I was saying. Corey Feldman. What are you saying, bro? Corey Feldman announced this on Corey Hayne's death. He couldn't say it, but he told it to everybody because they thought he died of a drug overuse. Drug- <laughs> eh, we got the point. Overdose. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. He died of a pneumonia because he had an enlarged what heart from drugs. What the fuck is pneumonia? Pneumonia? It starts with a P. <laughs> 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 pneumonia. <laughs> I can love you. Uh, no, so this was on the anniversary of his death and... Uh, I, Corey Feldman did say it's all facts aside. He had a house note due, so he wanted to come out with the truth. And this is the same guy that's got the angels and does that thing. Yeah, he's we married to him. Well, we went and saw it. Yeah, the angel right. is what helped him get the the broad with, bandwidth, to do the, the pay-per-view. Jeez. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> he helped him pay for his internet connection. All right. All right, you good? In a house that's so everybody went to see Corey Feldman. You did your part. You kind of helped him get this news out there that Charlie Sheen likes uh, Crisco. <laughs> yeah, and Corey Haim, he raped him. Jeez, yeah. right. But Corey Haim's dead, man. man. So that's the reason why he had his own spread awareness to that, man, that Charlie Sheen's a rapist. Yeah, I was that just sucks, like, man. when I heard him, I'm like, why didn't he go to, like, the police? Like, I don't know. It seemed weird. Well, he, yeah, the well, he, he, he tried okay. to write books and try to say all this stuff, but lawyers and all made him change his names. So he used his own money to make this pay-per-view that you had to buy $20 for, which was the first time ever that anybody would watch anything at the same time. I guess he doesn't. He never heard of UFC or WWE. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like, I don't know. The celebrity... Growing up, it's like the celebrities became the thing to be. Like everybody wanted to to get in on that. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people. Well, you kind of want to be, but just imagine. So being now one. it's getting exposed where you're like all these people you grew up kind of idolizing on. People had posters on. They went through some horrible shit, and it's like that dream that all the kids had to be like that person or you know do well, entertainment like that. You're like, wow, man, my heroes were fucking tortured. Well, you got to think not even, so you got to think on the other spectrum of that, which I don't even know why we're on the subject. I you just brought to it up, it. man. I know, but <laughs> you got all it's been on brain. So you got to think of the other spectrum of that. So you have the celebrityism, like um, let's say somebody like Jack Nicholson, uh, Jack Nicholson, or anybody <laughs> of the old Hollywood. They feel like they're above the law. So like let's say Charlie Sheen, for instance, he raped Corey Haim. Is he going to go to jail? Is there the statute of limitations? Allegedly, you got to say allegedly. Well, because he's dead. So let's say. Whatever the statute of limitations is. So if he raped him 20 years ago and the statute of limitations of where he raped him is 22 years, you know what I mean? Like he's not going to go to jail for it, but only celebrities can have a drug problem, not go to jail, go to rehab. They could do all this crazy shit that somebody like you and I would go to jail for like five or six years. They just say they're sorry, they do a month, and they're done. Yeah, the corporations are like, they're they're worth way too much money to just lock them up. Right, so you got the other spectrum. So you got Corey Haim that got raped, and you got Charlie Sheen that could do the raping, but because you're a celebrity, you get a you could get away with it. You know, like nobody thought Bill Cosby would go to jail or that Harvey Weinstein guy or this or that. Yup, and they got so it's, him. So it's like the Me Too thing. So you're kind of like in a sensitive age to where like, man, normally, man, old school Hollywood, dude, you can snort coke, fuck three little boys, I don't care, but it's 2020, man. I got I got to put you in jail, bro. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, you gotta, you got, it's not, you gotta set examples so it don't keep happening, right? Right. Exactly. I Absolutely. mean, it should have never happened, but Hollywood was always a weird thing to where you could do this weird shit to where you was above the law. Like, man, mm. Dave Chappelle could randomly go to fucking Eddie Murphy's house three in the morning, go bowling. But he's not wearing a dress. You don't know that. I do know that. He would not he's wear a dress. American. He went back to Africa. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm not putting on a dress. Because. Is weird shit, man. Like, drugs are okay there to where, I mean, they trying to finally legalize weed here, but over there you could do acid, do coke, fuck three little boys. and Ugh. What? And then make a movie. Ah. And then make a movie. <laughs> you can make hot shots. Oh, there's more of a reason to go now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Brawl is here, if you haven't noticed, from Raise the Death Toll. I think, I think everybody's noticed. <laughs> Are we doing an intro today? Or that's I was it? I was saying I feel like we were what? missing something. I, I feel know. like we're missing. Yeah, something we never else. did the oh, intro. Yeah, Last time y'all did the intro, I got interrupted and you had to do it again. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of room for memory where the words go. At Big Rock Candy Mountain. Now, Real Radio 213, Buku Hawa. Hawa. It's not Buku no more, man. Buku has been postponed, and so no better time to have Brawler in studio. Raise the death toll was scheduled to, I think, open the first night, first day, evening. And. Now we're, it is postponed, so. We were supposed to open the main stage, not open the festival. Oh, really? Because the doors opened at 2, so they had a bunch of acts that was going on at 2 and 2.30. Like on the different stages around? We were supposed to go on at 3. Main stage. You were excited about it? Yeah, I was super excited Would about Would this have been the biggest show, that you think, that you were played? I, I, I wouldn't be able to answer that until after. Right, right. All right. I mean, for Death Toll, I think it would have been. But um, I guess the same scenario, getting on this show, I lucked out with TUC and then got on a, uh, a huge-ass show to where we was fourth instead of first on something real big at the Lakefront Arena. All right. And that was tight. But you were looking forward to this. I'm still looking forward to it. You got just have to look forward a little further. A little more forward. Well, I, Do you think, it, it can go both ways. Do you think... Anything's ever going to get back to normal. Do you think there will be a Buku Fest? Oh, yeah. You do? You're confident in that? Well, yeah. Well, I made sure because I've been keeping connections. I've been talking to the main person, this and that, because... Uh, been talking. Like, how many emails you sent? <laughs> dude, when I found out the shit happened, I, I wanted to make sure we were still on the new one and that, dude, no matter what the date is, whatever it, we got to do, we're going to make sure. So we're still going to open up the main stage when it happens on Labor Day weekend. All right. But as far as the other acts, they can't guarantee all that because, I mean, it was different tours coming through. So oh, right, right. It, it could travel. be bigger. It could be smaller. You're the easiest one to get back. Oh, yeah, because I made sure. Right, yeah. But uh, these are the same people, and I'm trying to stay in tunes with it, too, that uh, do Voodoo Fest. So hopefully we could probably maybe – fall into that lane See, as if well. I went to Voodoo Fest, I would think that when y'all would get up there, I'd be like, all right, I kind of like this. But if I went to Buku Fest and y'all got up there, I'd be pissed. Uh, well, last year they had Thal. All right. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Who? 
Uh, it's not my. Is that a type style. of bird or does it no, smell yeah. bad? It's the first time they try to do uh, a local metal band. Uh, I'm not dissing them by any means. They've been around forever. So I'm like, I guess what Gora is more like than us. Yeah. But that's that was their experimentation last year for Buku, and it went fairly well. So now they wanted a more genre death metal. Horror oh, well, movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, not the not the content, oh. but that would fit that kind of stuff. I don't understand now. It started off hot. <laughs> I know my <laughs> conversation. Uh, Death Toe is more commercial than that band they picked oh, last year. Gotcha. And uh, they had a bunch of, uh, had a couple other bands that was sort of like this that's on major labels that was filling in the other stages. Um, they don't like say like this. Do you like Blair Witch Project? Well, me too. <laughs> they don't do that shit. No, but actually, but the last couple of pictures I saw, they dressed apart. But I don't know nothing about them. But this dude's been booking forever. They're, they're a Baton Rouge band as tours and all this stuff. Right. And uh, we got axed this year because we're kind of more trendier than they were, and they thought we would do better. Are you going to have pillow fights or something? Like I don't a- know. What, no, I don't know what they do. Well, what about you? I don't know what I was going to do. I really? just wanted to get there. I had to take over. <laughs> no, no I just plan. Wanted to, I just wanted to network, be nice, be cool, to hope to get asked for further stuff, and because just the stuff, this the stuff I already had to do already just for the show alone. That I hope I don't have to redo. Uh, I start to see why bands have managers, uh, because all the stuff no. I've had to sign, agree to, print forms out, mail it in. All the stuff like this was. Well, oh, I had f- to do clerical work. Yeah, I had to do a bunch. All right, fuck all that shit. Nobody gives a fuck about I that. I do. That's bro. interesting. Feel I didn't bad know for that you. He had to do that. No, I mean, I didn't feel bad, but this it's is what like- I this is what I want to know. You had a pillow fight party, right? Mm-hmm. You made sandwiches. Slam witches. Slam witches. Oh. That solar baby ate in the fucking bathroom. Ah. That was so weird. Yeah. Come out the bathroom eating a sandwich. I'm like, dude, I don't think he's supposed to eat that. That was like a gimmick. But it was edible. What else did you do? Hey, you punched me in the face, but we'll we'll put that inside. You jumped off the bar and like almost broke your neck that night. You followed it all up with a a hip hop set to close the night off. A real set, too. Not like one or two songs. Like you gave it everything you had. That night at Babylon, you, I had never seen somebody get on stage, start their set. I said stage. Get on the floor, start their set, make sandwiches, jump off a bar and almost break their neck. Uh, take out some chick on the way down. Uh, order, dude, my, one of my favorite parts was telling uh, the bartender to take off the fucking sweater. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> for some reason, you were like, okay, put that fucking shit back on. <laughs> God damn it, dude. That was like one of the funnest yeah. nights. And then he like wasn't done. He's like, no, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. leaving it. I don't all really think you should here. encourage that behavior. Um, Jared asked, what's the death toll on the words he butchered? (laughs) (laughs) Fomonia. Fomonia, motherfucker. (laughs) Kenny Sprout said, Brawler, do you have something you want to get off your chest? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no, I got something I do want to get off my chest, and I'm going to bring it out. What, Cisco stain? (laughs) No, speaking of like... Chris goes. (laughs) Speaking of rape and all this and that. Oh, oh, gosh. and, And Kenny, if you're listening, I encourage you to call in and put this on the air. So at the last show, Kenny was in Agrafe with us, and he goes up to the old ladies by themselves. He's like, "Man, I've been knowing Jared and them all a while. Man, they go as far, they go super far for a joke, so far as penetration." I'm like, "What the fuck? Who penetrated who?" So the girlfriends wouldn't say nothing, 
I'm like, I, I never put my dick in nobody as far as like a, a joke other than, you know, a joke. <laughs> other than, <laughs> other than right. you know, Amy to make her laugh. But mm-hmm. uh, he said, uh, Jared and Josh went as far as penetrating each other to make somebody oh, laugh. Josh Berger? One. Yeah. No. Oh, and this is why I'm on here to stop that kind of behavior. And he's because, you know, I mean, I don't know if there was all or whatever use or whatever, but he's going around telling people that they penetrated each other to make for, for people to laugh. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. Oh, no, there's not only funny. one person I know that thinks that kind of stuff's funny. That's Manny. Uh-oh. Whoa, I don't know that fucking fucking yeah, Manny fucking laughed oh, yeah. when he was talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah, cat yeah, in Hollywood. He's like, Charlie Sheen fucked him to death. I'm like, Jesus, That's man. That's kind of funny. Not fucking no, John, it's not. Uh, Josh. No, it's not. What the fuck? It comes out his laughter in clips, but he's really being triggered. Like he, you think it, he's that, just nervous oh, so he yeah, laughs because he doesn't know what he's doing? Oh, because of the fucking thing that happened at Pickle's house. With the pig. Oh, shit. Sorry, dude. That's gonna be in that like that's gonna be in that notice. He needs to pass all his neighbors like, hey, I'm a sex offender, and I gotta post this with my little gay ass man button. Oh my See, god! See, that's another shot. Drew. Thank you, Jack. You know, not taking shots that every time you say something and Allie repeats it after, and you get pissed off, or you finally give Allie a chance to talk, and she's not ready for you to give her a chance to talk. She's busy. But every time Jared's on shit here, off Amazon. and every time Jared's on here, it sounds like a dumb bitch from Valley Girls. You could take a shot every time he says like. So you like. ask him a question. So this is, you know, I listen a lot. So it's like, Zara goes, so Jared, what's like, what, what was it like playing Babylon? Well, let me just tell you about this. I used to play Twist. So like, so like when you play Twist, you know, like, like it brings me back to Zeppelins. So when I played Zeppelins one time and I was like, the bartender wanted me to take a shot of Jaeger. I don't drink Jaeger. So like, like I was like, like, give me, give me an Irish whiskey kind of shot. So like, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> that's Jared every time, you bro. You can do act- people's voices pretty good, but that's kind of act- pitiful, Jared. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you got to be able to do a better, Jared. Yeah, I can't do Jared, Jared, but I could do what, like I could do like the or... drift off. So like, you ask Jared's like, "Hey man, what month are we in?" Well, actually, you want to go back to what day we're in. So actually, you know, we're on, it's the Tuesday. Well, actually, it's a Friday. You know, Friday comes back from the end of the week, which most people get confused because some people start the weeks with Mondays and Sundays. And uh, what's the what's, what's the question? <laughs> if you could only do the damn voice, I can't Uh-oh. do his. We have voice, a call. Man. Oh, good. Hey, you on the now we're radio. I was just call- told to call in, sirs. Oh hey, yes. All right. So what? Who penetrated who, man? Let's get it out in the open. Between who now? Jared and Josh Berger. No, you was telling the old lady somebody there was definitely penetration. Who penetrated who? I was thinking. I, I was thinking Jared may have penetrated you. Oh, he said you. I, I would go with that. <laughs> uh, was you there? Back in the Bridge City backyard wrestling days, which is a little bit before my time, but I heard stories. Oh, okay. Now uh, it's all coming. This guy together. seems like he might might have something. You ought to charge twenty dollars yeah. for the rest of it. Well, he well he told Caitlin yeah, and Amy bro. that Josh and Jared like penetrated each other. Oh, well, where's Burger fit into all this? that again, bro? No, you, I was told you told Caitlin and Amy that Josh and Jared penetrated each other. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I did not tell Caitlin Amy anything about that. For You might have a guilty conscience, but I didn't say anything. Oh, maybe they just like, forgot so and misunderstood. Yeah. 
Yeah. It means exactly. he swore in a secrecy? I don't know. He played a circle jerk to, you know, as a ceiling of the secrecy or some shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know which one of y'all drank more. <laughs> no, I wanna, I wanna, I'm confused because I know this dude very well, and I know he can't afford a cell phone bill, so where do they still have a pay phone at? Up here to the left. See, that's some old school jokes, man. Give us one joke, man, before they hang up on you. The Brawlmobile. Anybody <laughs> remember that? The Brawlmobile? No, what is that? What is that? Who remembers that? Nobody. I remember that. You do? Yeah, the Cutlass. The Cutlass with the 118 yeah. in it or whatever. Yeah, yeah I the remember Cutlass that. with Brawl on the windshield. Yeah, oh, I remember that. I did. That's 401 funny. Hickory one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wait, yeah, brawler across the front windshield? Yeah, on oh, a color huh? supreme. They yeah. call me brawler. Well, he, was, he was in the Hickory days. He was the when I first met Kenny, who's on the phone. He was the photographer for Crowbar. What? Okay. Oh, no kidding. I was what? Didn't you used to take pictures for Crowbar? I did their website. Oh, he did their website. Nice. And then he Crowbar started shooting over the Crowbar. And, um, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can either confirm nor deny that heinous accusation, sir. Yes, you can. Get off your mom's cell phone, bro. You're wasting up a minutes, bro. It's nine nine o'clock. Fucking. All right, musty brawler. <laughs> bro, you like the dude off the mask, bro. You fucking Rocky Dennis looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks Hang for up, calling, Rocky Good Lord. I think we Hang cleared it Thanks for calling, Ken. Stop stealing your grandmother's Netflix. <laughs> We cleared that up. Josh Berger was nowhere, no more, uh, not involved. Actually, between Brawl and Jared, that's sweet. That's where their bond comes from, and it'll never go away. What's that? It's a real bond. You two butt yeah. fucking. Y'all it's a connected, real bond. Like, like the it's avatar different thing. Different than just friends. Well, no, like, I, like, the I told, like I told Jared today, it's more like a Stockholm syndrome thing because he won't really join my band, and he's and he's in the Gora band, so he is mentally fucking me, and I have Stockholm syndrome. Wow. That's pretty deep. Yeah. That's I what thought he this said. was not real radio. Everybody who comes on this show is a fucking whack job. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> Especially those that wear their own band shirt. <clears throat> Man, ain't nothing wrong with wearing your own band shirt. Yeah, if you're Mike Tyson. Trying not to promote the Mike public. Tyson mystery. I don't even think there's nothing wrong with wearing it in public. Like, it's your brand. If you won't wear your brand, why should anybody else? Explain this to me. That brawler, you know? <laughs> He's ordering off of Amazon. Oh. oh, I got a call. Uh-oh. He's yeah, trying hello. to delete all I those pictures of him and Jared. <laughs> yeah, Amy, go on my computer. Oh, yeah, this is news with a twist. You oh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm on uh, this little charity thing right now. I'm going to have to call you back. All right, bye. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, yeah, magazine wants an interview. What actually they do? What's the deal with the wearing their own band shirts? Where you hear this from? I, th I think it's just one of those things that you hear. Because I do get it. To where if I own Verizon or T-Mobile and I show the places, you're aware of Verizon, T-Mobile. UFC fighters, whoever supports them, you wear it. Wrestlers do the same thing. Well, how about if you design... For some reason, I don't know what it is. If you design something and you make something that represents you, why would you not wear it? So why do you wear it? You because somebody, I like it. Do you want somebody to bring it up and actually... No, no, not at all, because I like it. I make sure I order shirts for us that are the, the shirt that I want. I got, like, three fucking shirts made out of this material. Okay, four. Two of them are mine, and two of them are, 
other people's and i wear theirs just as much if not more because i, I go to mine kind of last so it's the material and the way the shirt feels that means any more than anything to me but so why put a design on it to put the design on it that's me it's something i design it's something that represents us so it's like i don't feel bad about wearing that i don't Allie, feel silly about it Ali designed that what Ali did parts of it i think all of it don't try to pit us. <laughs> this is between me and you. Hey, you Y'all know you fought. You talking yet, about that you know shirt on that he's an, wearing right now? I didn't design that. At I know all. I when I'm in an it. argument with a man and he starts all of a sudden looking for Allie, that I won. Like, oh, you're well, gonna go get hurt now. Huh? I wasn't paying attention, so I didn't have any idea what y'all were talking about. <laughs> What's different from that than any other show? Exactly right, my friend. <laughs> exactly right. Dude, what inspired the sandwich making? Slam witch making. My sandwich making. All right, the same thing that. I've been noticing for a while with the pillow fight and this and that. Uh, just like Jared brought up on here. So they got a band called Wasted Creation that I like. I would endorse. Even after me, I'm done. When I retire, I, I die first. And everybody but Twisted Lime and Tony and them have a benefit show for me and Aww. and uh, takes care of my death and makes money off the door. Uh, nobody cares about the music no more. So I saw a band I like a lot put out a killer video. Nothing. They played a house show that happened to be in the kitchen. So while this dude was playing a show in the kitchen, he fucking fried an omelet, million views, three days. So I thought, well, Babylon, they don't have a kitchen. We play slam music. I had some fucking, uh, Amy likes to shop, but she doesn't like to cook. So uh, there's always like throwing away food that has expiration dates. I didn't want I didn't want this shit to go bad. <laughs> so I was like, man, I'm gonna make some sandwiches, man, some sandwiches during the set. So I brought a table, I brought all this little shit there, and sure enough, if you look, I don't know if you saw the views, man. It almost made a hundred thousand views in a couple of days. But we we paid a bunch of money for a music video, nothing. So it's all it's all marketing. Did I think anybody was gonna eat it? No. Did I think I was going to actually take the wrapper off the cheese? Yes. <laughs> Did you take the wrapper off the cheese? Fuck no, because no. I tried to stay within the part. Oh, right. You had did to they hurry. eat it? The, yeah, and yeah the, the, the crazy thing is, is, is uh, Rob from Babylon is super cool about it. He said, man, the one thing I would tell you, and I don't know if you noticed it, and I know it wasn't your fault, so I'm not pissed off, but at one point, Somebody squirted that mayonnaise bottle, and mayonnaise got in my mouth, bro, and I don't like that Aww. shit. <laughs> I was like, man. What? But you I showed have, I have, mayonnaise? I have those moments to where, like. Yeah, Jared was busy behind the drums. Yeah, busy, I had those moments to where, like, you know, I got on the bar. I was drunk. In my head, I thought I told talking about the front flip part. Mm, yeah, Th- heard that shit that. almost got 100,000 views. But, no, but if you put up a song, no, you'd probably get 10. Uh. <clears throat> so you think there's more pressure now to, to do more things like that? Like every show you go, I got to go to do this song and then I got to figure out what bands I like are doing and steal their shit? <laughs> so I was just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the pressure. It's, no, it's not pressure. The, I, like for Buku, did you have something planned? I just, no, because Buku, I feel like it's not like that. So uh, not down playing in not down talking anything else i try to think of what can we promote in between shows or what can you need content y'all guys are awesome about it 
Thank you. You know, uh, we haven't done shit in forever. I was talking to Zora. <laughs> oh, I'm no. sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. All of a sudden, no. your compliment turned into self-deprecation. Y'all need to do fucking skits, like instantly. man. Y'all do great skits. Yeah, we try no. to do one. It's called a conversation. Shut up, you fucking douchebag. This is that's why always I love not radio. This is the it's always odd too. When I get yelled at to shut up when that's what she should be doing. It's like <laughs> well, a coping mechanism. I'll give you that. This is how my brain works. And I'm I'm the reason why y'all even know who uh Jeff Gillette is. Uh and uh and all the other guys that are lucky enough to jam with me. Um no I'm kidding. You gotta think of content all the time. So we're not we're a local band that at the age and I would and that's why I give you guys credit. And even though yeah, we, we make fun of them, this and that, uh, Danielle, Mary, uh, <laughs> you, you got to think about the stuff in between the shows. So we're not like a big band, but we're influenced by those. But they're constantly touring. They don't need the content in between. When you're a local band that's only playing few and far between, you need the stuff in between to promote. Or when you finally do do a show, you got to have some kind of weird theme to it. You got to have something that makes it not... Like, oh, Babylon asked me to play this show. Twist packs me. I'm, I'm just filling these dates, so I'm just playing with. I haven't heard these guys, but they asked me if I was free this day, and I said yes. Y'all book y'all own shows, like the back from the dead thing y'all got going on now. Everything y'all do is what I'm trying to do, and there's only like one or other two bands do that as well. So if so, I'm playing Babylon or Twist, some place that I know I could play next month or the month after that. I'm trying to think of something that's going to make some video content to do in between that I don't have to necessarily pay money for and film a video for or get all the guys together because everybody has families, this and that. And I have to get like, all right, I, we, we're old school West Banker. I can't even talk correctly. <laughs> what, is going, what is this conversation I know. about? I know. Uh, I don't understand yeah, what I'm He's man. breaking point, down his five-year business plan. I know, but listen. <laughs> He's pulling a Jared. I'm not articulate at, by any means. So uh, you're very Obviously. smart, dude. I get your playing completely. Okay, like, so it's a good plan. All right, so you got to think of something that you. a bunch yeah, of no dudes that with on. no time and no money could promote while you're at work during a, throughout the week. Look, I, I thought of a sandwich. The front flip was not playing. The sandwich was. The front, flip, got, front flip was incredible. If I put, no, it wasn't. Y'all encouraging no, no, this no, no, dude no, to no, do no. dangerous right, It should be higher. Look what PJ got. He trended. He jumped off the second yeah. floor. That's different. He's a Esplanade. trained stuntman. He's an athlete. So is Brawler. That's all right. Brawler's full up. He bounced right off yeah, this. Right. I don't think so, dude. That's a lot of weight to just hit the ground. But I also sent the girl a care package because there was a girl that apparently, because the thing is, at the end of the day, I do wake up in the morning with drunken regrets. I'm sure. The, the last thing I ever want to do, and this is true life, whether it's a show, just walking down the street drunk, or a spectator at a concert. I don't want to hurt anybody and ruin anybody's day, ruin anybody's life. Right. I'm well over 300 pounds. I didn't, in my head, I don't think... I'm like I can that, fly! I'm not, I, yeah, I'm, I'm that big puppy that I don't think if I land on you, I could probably injure you. Kill. I didn't think that Dead. at all. In my oh. head, I'm thinking... Where's Don Cooper? Yeah. <laughs> Same same thing with that. I'm thinking, man, if I would have just jumped, it would hurt you. In my head, I'm like, I'm front flipping. I'm kind of like bouncing off your body. In real life, that's not a real thing. No. You don't bounce off he of bodies. He like rolled over. No. That was kind of great. I didn't even know he jumped off the bar, but he just fell forward. Oh, he just <laughs> fell forward. I saw it. The thing, though, if you, to me, if I put earbuds in and I'm going to do something, but I'm putting earbuds in because I want to listen to music, that music better be fucking good. Real good. But... If it's a video, now the music's got to be good, but it also needs to be visually stimulating. I'm watching the video with my eyes. I'm using more senses. If I'm there live, 
the more things that are happening that are keeping me entertained and it looks cool, it sounds cool, and then there's, it, uh, you got to shock people now constantly. It's a way harder. I don't think just being good enough at music, that music has to be next level good, like incredible, uh, timeless music. And even they have videos and lights and shit because it's boring. Like Elton John was a very talented dude, but you don't think he put some thought into his crazy outfits in the way that he looked when people looked at him? It's like for bands to think that their music, especially on a local level, you get up to some shit, but even classical music is usually better when they have a play or some people in costume. So it's like on a local level, I always find it insulting that you think your music is that good that you don't have to do anything else you don't even have to consider your wardrobe when you're going to go and perform in front of people to look at you. Like, if nobody could see you, yes, music is that important. The only thing, because that's the only thing you're providing. But at least you do and have always done a great job of putting on and understanding, putting on a performance. Like, Every time. You've yeah. always been a great front man, too. You always. Just, you're good at that. You, you got that thing, you know? You always get people hype. Oh, yeah, but that's like, what I tried to. People but want somebody to lead them in that, apparently. The Saints thing is horrible, to. but that's okay. Like I was, I was taught that my third show ever when I realized headlining just meant playing last. Now, this right. was during MP79 and all that, uh, and I don't know if Jared brought it up here. So there was a show at this venue called The Warehouse. Do you remember The Warehouse? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the 666 show, so it was, I think um, – Demise was the one that dropped off. So it was Never, Organized Hostility, Tribal Descent, some other local bands. God, they had a lot of bands back then, too. Oh, yeah. Playing and, on uh, one show. You know, it was just like, I just went up there, just trying to do my thing. But everybody else had their own thing. We were just that young band thinking it's just the music. But you got you to gotta do more. And I've noticed that all through on, whether it was even with y'all, with MP79 and Zeppelins, this and that. It's, it's a lot. More than that, especially in today's age. But you not only got to, uh, and I guess, too, we, everybody watches, if anything, on the boat or fail safe on TV is ridiculousness. So I have that in my brain as far as putting on a show to where, like, you not only want to entertain those that there that um, we're fortunate enough to pay eight bucks at one venue to where they could see us five bucks, even though we've been playing the same goddamn set and we're just a local band. And we're going to play the next, you know, like, we're ve I'm very grateful that people even come to pay to see us when there's a bunch of shit to see in the city. You don't we're just Daniel marry that and say it because you know people want to hear it? No, not at all. Not at my age. You really mean that? I, I really do. Like they you can make really post about it all the time. You say it at the shows like five or six times. Well, no, I mean, I can't sing. I barely scream. Uh, I'm getting older. But you're willing getting, to hurt getting, yourself, and you're I'm providing sandwiches. But man. I don't try to hurt myself. I, I don't make sandwiches for everybody. <laughs> I was damn near ready to have a house show where I would barbecue, <laughs> and just people would just come to fucking watch over if I wasn't scared about the cops. Anybody, <laughs> I, I'll host a damn show. But I really am grateful to where um, I'm even grateful to the point that people even want to jam with me to where, like, if these dudes were my friends, let's say I made a post tomorrow, want to do another band. Nobody, no, nobody would respond to that. So I, I'm very grateful to those that do want to jam with me, that stick with me, believe in me, whether they trust in my move or not. Everything I do is best for all of us, the band, where we are, and where I think we are in the means of our financial status, local status, age status. We're not going to tour. We're not trying to make it big. I just want to entertain the town 
to where all these big tours pass us over. Nobody else is doing shit I think that doing, I feel like I'm doing. I think you're doing it because you wouldn't be able to quit. What would you do with all that? Your mind works on that a lot. Dude, my brain, I wake up thinking it. I have bad dreams so about it. So if you didn't do I this, what would you, what would you do? Where's that going to go? You got to fill that, that I would brain hope, with something. I would hope to be able to manage a band or two. Or I would just take whatever savings I have and start my own little label and just put two bands on there. You'd be good at that. But I don't know if they would be able to meet my expectations because it would be probably, I would probably expect more than them than their boss at their own goddamn job. <laughs> just you know my I mean? money you fucking win no not even the money like uh just if, if i had five of me it would be different but it's just one of me and i'm the least talented one in every band i've ever been with to where i'm almost at the mercy of these other guys jamming with me to do what i like to do to also benefit them doing what i thought they would like to do and inspire to do because they take all the time and efforts and their free time to l practice their skill at the instrument they have. That's fucking beautiful, man. But to go back to your question way before all of this, and yeah. I kicked the Jared Gillette, no, I'm not pressured at all. I think about these shows. I use these shows as content for the bigger shows, the hope for the Bukus and the hope for the House of Blues and all these things. Those points, you got to be on your best behavior because these dudes are not like, I'm telling you, all the shit I had to do just for Buku, as far as like have it's pictures a, for the stage, you will not throw input. off food. You will not jump off. Of well, see, they never said that, no. but oh, there was right. like uh, I couldn't play anywhere from Texas to Florida within two weeks to two weeks before or after. Fine. Um, there's certain products that I was not allowed to have pictures with because they wasn't the sponsor of Buku. What the hell? Uh, and when in the free drinks and the free foods we got, that's what we were supposed to have pictures with. Um, I had to. I had to okay all Wait, these. Wait, this thing interviews. ain't over yet, all right? <laughs> oh no, I had to okay a bunch of interviews as if like, dude, if anybody wants to talk to us, that's fine. And uh, so every time somebody wanted to interview us, I had to okay it. I had to. Um, the one thing I didn't agree with, and then I told them I wasn't worried about it, was the merch deal. We was only allowed to sell one shirt, and they get thirty percent of all of it. Oh. But I didn't want to be responsible for it because if it had Buku, I mean, I don't know my work schedule, but the way I had to, <laughs> no, I'm saying the way I had it worked out for work, I would have had to play Buku from 3 to 3.45. We had three interviews scheduled that was going to take up an hour. I want to watch Charlie XCX, and then I had to go to work because it would have been on my work week. They told me I had to come to work back that day. So I would have I got to watch one act, and I would have had to go back to work. Oh, well, sorry. Life's about sacrifice, man. <laughs> well, isn't it more about playing anyway? What's the you would deal be with brawling food? No, no and that's what I'm saying. I wasn't a drink. I was just a, a glad that they even made the exception that I could take off of work just for that amount of time, even though it's on the river. It's we on play the a show, Brawling shows up. He's going to come pick you up Granted, the boat. he was going to do Wings Day, but he shows up and he's got uh, chicken wings with him. Burns my eyes. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, yeah. okay. We yeah. already know that. And then every time he comes on the show, he brings some kind of food with him. Tonight, oh, yeah. he bring, like, ate some chips. Yeah. At the wrestling thing, he, like, we would have maybe five minutes he went and he got food. Do you eat, like, all the time or just or happens? He's got to power you that can't body. Tell, man. How many times do you eat a day? Six. You uh, think depends, it's six? Man. You know how many calories it takes just to move one leg? Well, Dude, it depends he, on what kind of day I have. 
He uh, already ate like he already ate like fucking four thousand calories. That six. thing takes <laughs> oh, he yeah. takes a lot of gas. I'm saying like that's a chug big down vehicle. like eight beers. Finished of off of jalapenos. I think they were right. Jalapenos. No, oh, you still got more left. <laughs> I brought mayday some ham. I brought chala cake because you yeah. like carrot cake. Do you eat like ninety giant meals and just eat a lot of little things? Well, it constantly? depends on what kind of day I have. Well, so I have a two year old now since of last Friday. I wake up. My day consists of a Miller Lite and a Droxy Cut. So a Droxy Cut doesn't, it, it subs, uh, what's the word? Well, it's not working. It kills my appetite. Christ. <laughs> no, it's in the morning. It wears oh. out. So it kills my appetite. It, uh, I don't take any other form of caffeine. So I shit it out. And then I just chase my son for a while. When I make him dinosaur chicken nuggets and he don't want to eat them, that's my lunch. Because I don't want him to go to waste. <laughs> He'll eat all kinds of chips. And then other than that, man, this is the only thing other than Wait, what? What did you say before? He'll eat all kinds of chips. The, the baby? Yeah. Where yeah. do you think he gets it from? I learned it from <laughs> Why does he not dad? like dinosaur fucking nuggets? I though? don't know. It's just the mood I catch him. And today he ate a, a jar full of apples. <laughs> and then some fucking chips. What is a jar chips. full of apples? I've never even heard that. I, know. I mean, not a jar, a basket. Apples? He had a basket. He had a basket we full have of fruit. fucking apples? We have a fruit basket. How yeah. many apples did the kid eat? Well, the thing is, this little asshole today didn't eat a whole apple. He took the whole basket and took bites of what he thought was the same apple, but it wasn't. <laughs> so he ate a bite of all the apples. Yeah. But, but he's the only reason why we buy apples. Put it in a couple of bags of Cheetos. When we take a break, I'm going to show you what this little asshole did today with the apples. Damn. <laughs> but, uh,. But no, I don't feel like I, I don't eat that much. I mean, I would say I'm not on a diet, man. I mean, I wasn't born with all these muscles. I had to work <laughs> for them. Uh, <laughs> was that one of your goddamn questions that you wrote down? No, I just started thinking about oh. it, right? It's a brawling oh, food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brawling food I know. We, like need to, we need to ask, why don't you eat? I do. Yeah. I just why eat like at eat? times, and then I don't eat again until it's time. You're not going to eat till this coronavirus is over with? No, I eat twice a day, but I don't like really pick or have multiple meals. I eat twice a day. Usually at lunch, I'll eat some kind of heavy dinner. We pretty Because uh, the last time I came decent. here, I brought you a cake. You went, that's my breakfast. I was like, damn, man, as yeah, we'll this have, dude is, is that like all he eats all day? No, I will have. If I got like he cake or something like that, sweets, I will man. eat that for breakfast. Why? Your beard's thicker Why, than what? you. Why at breakfast? I had breakfast because I think of desserts more like I don't know breakfast food. Well, you like can also donut. work like off the sugar when you get stuff moving. A lot stuff. of a lot yeah, of breakfast caffeine foods are and like high sweets. sugar. I'm gonna burn it. I don't do it for that reason burn, though. Like I don't know what I'm weird. Like I listen to my body with food. I can tell when I need to eat certain things. No, but but it's weird that you say that. But thinking about like. Like Mayday said, like, man, that's a weird thing to eat for breakfast, but people eat donuts and cinnamon rolls and yeah, that's yeah. Coffee a dessert. Cake. Oh, Coffee yeah, cake. I'm not knocking that. I've yeah, had no. fucking I've At had night dessert. sometimes, if it's late, like if we stay up late later than like usual, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's Friday night, let's stay up yeah, late yeah. and like watch and I, two episodes, I'll have like a little piece of cake or sometimes we had them little bitty ice cream sandwiches in there. Yeah, those oh, fuckers are fine. good. It's these fucking Rouse's Italian gelato ice cream sandwiches, and some of them are blonde and, and they some were of them are brownie. Yeah, little. they're fucking good. And I would never look to which one it was. I would just unwrap it and then bite it and then be like, oh, I got the chocolate one. So, so, so at your age, is it weird to be up at seven thirty? Seven thirty oh, in the morning. <laughs> at night. Nick. Oh, in the morning. Yeah. No, at night. That's still about one o'clock. It's been the going that's rate how, lately. That's how I wonder how y'all watch Netflix shows. Because I mean, I'm sure you work to like four or five. Oh, it's bad. We and don't. And you're in we'll, bed by six. We'll eat and uh, 
and then he'll play the game while I do the dishes, and then we'll usually start watching something at like ten. Uh, yeah, I have a regimented schedule, like yeah, to fit in night. everything I want to do or feel I. What need. time you wake up in the morning? Seven thirty, four. Oh, damn, that's late. Yeah, we don't have to work till nine. Yeah, dude. Cool. Oh shit. Okay. But I, I have like we have things. I'm so regimented, dude. I do certain things at certain times during the week, and if I didn't do it like that, like if something fucks our week up. Oh, and I got pissed. something else to do. I get pissed because go to the fucking grocery today, and then we're gonna go to somebody's funeral. Fuck this person, man! Oh. I gotta get my groceries today. It's gonna mess up my schedule. Yeah, fuck all you. Ain't nobody likes going <laughs> to funerals. Here we go again. <laughs> Thank you, mom. But it'll be something like that, like somebody's graduation. Fuck that person. I gotta yeah, get my food. funeral. Well, I yeah, know it did. could be anything like that. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, you're being trying to be extra mean to me. Okay, come on. I'm sorry. All right, I'm on fucking 10 tonight, all right? <laughs> you know, like I'm fucking yeah, made you need some snacks. Actually, I'm going to get some snacks. Thank One you. of my questions <laughs> on here is what I, what you thought about like the ele- uh, evolution of metal music. And we kind of hit on it live, like live performance-wise. Metal. But what do you think about music itself? Kind of like the metal. The metal. <laughs> music in general. It almost went to like, I guess, like metal. I guess, metal would have to go to like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we have to go to all music. What you thought earlier, like you have to like do that something extra that's not like, like I'm almost like thinking for the rest of everybody else, man. I'm gonna have a CD release party. If I see a bunch of phones out, I'm just gonna shoot myself in the head just to make sure you get the views and the likes that you need. All right. Cause they'll go that's, for it. That's going all the way, man. I know. The only thing that would suck is I wish I could do it enough to where I, I, was, I could see that, that produce. It depends. Oh, you're just going to like graze yourself the first time? No, nah, you only could do it once. But that I feel like that's the, where the point CD we are. The next CD is just you drooling. <laughs> <laughs> like the Britney Spears. No, uh, I guess metal music would be, I mean, the only person that really... Uh, we stay head to head with like the new music is me and Jared. And uh, like for for instance, stage Friday. Now when I grew up, which all of y'all have to, we're all about the same age, so for you like light years ahead of me. Uh, CDs came out on a Tuesday. CDs nuts. On a Wednesday. See, that's that's sexual gratification. I'm not gonna deal with that, can I? Can we take a break? <laughs> almost, what? almost. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week. We she just, just end assumed, this she just assumed my gender. Yeah, right? That, that is uh, sexual harassment. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that shit. He's feeling uncomfortable now. Yeah, no, uh, said the first no, season would come out on Tuesday, out. but now because of streaming, it's in that, so they could do like Billboard and all the shit now. It has to come out on a Friday. They got a bunch of bands that, that's supposed to be like reinventing the wheel. So today they have a band called Code Orange that's going back to like the Nine Inch Nail, Marilyn Manson kind of thing. So you almost have to have like that nostalgic feel. <laughs> We're doing it modern with production, with today's production. And but, taking everything up to the next level. But trying to, but you, you're kind of recycling, but you're not, but you are. So I don't know if there, to me, if there is any evaluation. So this week at work with the uh, c- coronavirus and I deal with ships. And if you're a ship that comes from China, we can't fuck with you. For some way or another, I ended up reading this whole passage of the rise and fall of grunge music, and I felt that whole era. And according to them, that was the last big time music movement because everybody was wearing the flannel, this and that, which I slightly disagree because I came up in the new metal phase. But nowadays, I don't see the, 
I don't see the evolution or whatever. It's just you're just trying to hope for the next thing, to where. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But anyway, me the, either, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, to answer your question, I don't, I don't see. Know. I, I don't see none. There's no rock, new rock bands. There's not going to be another idol. There's not going to be it. all these bands now are not going to have a biopic movie made about them in the future. You don't think? I I don't. They might have a Netflix documentary. They're going to have to do some shit far and wide in between because of the times we live in. Because it's so easy to record and put out and back then so to be able, put out for you maybe. You weren't saying that at Boomtown. Uh, <laughs> what up, dog? What up, dog? What up, dog? Hey, so me that if day. you couldn't... Jesus. Oh, well, anyway, back then it would be like, it was so hard to go on the radio. Nowadays, nobody relies on radio. Radio now is the stream. Yeah, they for rely 12, on not real radio. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. For, but for $12 a year, you could be on what's considered now the radio, what considered now that introduces you to new bands so you don't really have to do nothing uh mayday could do all the shit by him goddamn self he could have he could program the drums program the guitar program the bass and we have do to some him. shit on his vocals and, we'll and then put it online david could come help with some sense <laughs> but nobody's there's no risk takers there's no rock and roll there's no i guess marilyn manson's alice cooper's ozzy osbourne's i mean all those kind of Thing. So the revolution, do I like new songs? Yes, because it's a new song, but is it life-changing? No. All right, right. Dude, if you couldn't use Hallwell movies as content, what do you think you would pick? Um, right, right now? Yeah. I always had an idea for a project to where I would like to do something called Lyrics for Liam, and it would be music to where if somehow I pass away tomorrow, It'll be a musical, a music, a musical things I would like to instill in my son if he got older, but I couldn't tell him in person. Oh, that's oh, really? really cool, like a concept album. I, I, I guess it wouldn't be concept, but when I grew up, it was my content was like, oh, this girl upset me right about this. Oh, my parents are treating me unfairly. I'm an adult now. That's why I choose horror movies because I really like it. It's a story. It's fictional. And people and can I, relate to it because they know the movies. Right, hopefully. But, uh, but I, you like Blair Witch? <laughs> but I love playing music, and I feel like the that lyrical content would fit that. If I would have to write lyrics about anything else, it would be things that I would like to instill in my son that I wouldn't be able to tell him if the chance wouldn't be able to come. If I, wasn't, if I was to pass away sooner than later. You will put all your knowledge into song. And then write the lyrics so people can understand it. Yeah. For it. No, I wouldn't well, care. Well, he makes actually, lyric I videos. Would, I wouldn't yeah. care if anybody heard it but him, actually. Oh, well, man, maybe your cell phone can record you. Uh, <laughs> but I can't do the instruments. Activities. But uh, th- that, that's the only other thing that influenced me enough to even write lyrics for or write something. Dude, in that's fucked up. Form. You just were laying in bed one night and thought of that? No, I've been thinking about this forever. Oh. I already sweet. had the, the you title. Can't been and He's only two years old. Well, I've been thinking about this since he was born. To really? where if if I couldn't instill in him instead of writing like, uh, and this is not making fun at all, but like what Steve Gleason does for his kids before what he is, had. What does that mean? Let him paint his nails. No, Steve Gleason. What did he do? He he can't talk anymore. He's the Saints player that sits. At, he's got. He's, they did the ice challenge for. Am uh, I saying yeah. his name I'm wrong? I'm not laughing. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
he knew he had that disease, whatever they did the ice bucket challenge for. Yeah. 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 So Lugar, while he was yeah. able to talk, he made videos for stuff as a parent that you want to instill in your children before he knew that he wasn't going to be able to talk. Dude, that's anymore. awesome. Oh, wow. I didn't know about that. Um, that's heavy shit, man. Yeah, so with me loving music so much, and, uh, and it'll be screaming, and I would write it down, but that's the only thing that would influence me to write anything on this and that, to like how to be a man, these things that uh, I would like my son to know as his father, I would put to, towards music. And that's the only other thing I would write about if Raise the Death Toll would stop. That's probably the sweetest thing you've ever said, Brawler. Oh, I wasn't trying to be, but it, I mean, you asked me a it question. Really and I, was I, didn't, I didn't think know. that's I mean, coming up. Right. He's got a, he's got a oh. big old heart. Yeah, making he's like me feel a big weird. teddy bear. Oh. I know. Oh, man. Oh, but that's, a sweet I mean, guy. That's, that's the answer. Last oh. show, you will punch me in the eye. <laughs> well, you, well, you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> any one of these questions could go wrong at any moment. <laughs> I know. Give me a quick. How, ask me how many bitches I fucked. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> there you go. Twenty-four pickle guess. No, I think that's Jared's number. Oh, hey. But mine's double his because I was there for half of his. Two thousand and two. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about earlier, like if you didn't do music anymore, what would make you quit? Well, I want to quit every day. Really? Really? Yeah, that's the aggravating part. I love and I hate it. Hmm. What don't you like about it? I I, I don't know if it's older because I'm the anxiety is just like, you, like you brought up today's music, today's scene, and we came up with Cypress Hall, High Ground, MV, well the same place, but NVC, Zeppelins. Now you, you got the same places, but each time you play the same places with the different bands, it seems like it's the the headache gets more severe to where you have to do things like the content in between or pick, sandwiches yeah just don't doing it because you feel like you have to well not that i have to i want to if i feel like i have to i probably will have to stop i want to but i but what i want to do has to go between in the means of what i'm be able to do you know at our age and like i'm not going to travel and tour this and that so all right, ma'am, I'm playing Babylon this time. This time. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. Uh, but it does get frustrating, you know, and then, and, and, uh, and it seems like when I started, the easier part was playing shows. The harder part was to record. Now, the easier part is to record, and the harder part is to play shows. They don't seem to line up. Like, to where, like, I'll just record and write songs and uh, put them out online every day but the work kind of messes it seems almost easier to have the schedule availability to play the shows than it is record when you have the means there so we're like 400 bucks man you can have your own goddamn studio right but do i want to quit no i mean i mean sometimes i do but it's worse leading up to the show or right after the show yeah, well, I almost felt Jared's question when you asked him that. You asked him if he was excited for Buku, and he couldn't give you an answer. <laughs> I don't do a good I mean, either. I know now it's canceled, <laughs> but now it's even worse now to where Amy and I talk about this because, you know, while she's getting ready for five hours for a show I've been ready for for 30 minutes, um, she's like, well, you got a show now. You don't look so excited. I'm not excited till like, I get there and have a few beers. Like, I have to get there, get in the moment, I have the merch set up, getting the state of mind, have the first band go on on time, see all the bands there to be like, all right, I'm ready. As opposed to like, oh man, it's show day. 
Like, I don't wake up to a show day. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Nobody wakes up like that. For me, but. it's always fun, and you create this thing mentally. Then it becomes work, and sometimes fun, sometimes it's not. But you do the work to create, to see this thing, you know, happen. And then it becomes miserable because you did and controlled all the things that you could, but you can't control whether people come or not. You don't. Well, no, well, not even just that. You can't control. So you have them. And I guess you talk to them or however. You can't control the other members, what, how what kind of day they're having, this and that. Yeah, we don't ever have that trouble. Like, uh, everybody that we work with always But the solid. same thing is, you can't control whether other people have them, but in my head, I can't control what's going to happen today. I'm waiting for a message. Oh, man, my car broke down. Hey, that's uh, why my we don't play, not work. That's why you know? we don't play metal, man. Well, any kind of music. But this is why, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show, there's a few or four bands in between, and I know you, and uh, I don't know who's the brainstem all this, but y'all stress enough about content. Even though this show happens every Sunday, regardless if you have a guest, if you have nothing, blah, blah, blah. When it comes to zombies eating sheep, when you first find out that y'all have a show, it's presented so well done that it becomes like a well, like you would think you were a touring band and this is the t your time around. Oh, wow. Thank you, know? you man. Oh, thank we you. do try. No, Why are you I'm saying thank you for, man? You don't do any of that. I fucking know. I do all of it, baby. I'm the brain behind this. Thank <laughs> Man, he's actually got to cash the checks. It. We write them. <laughs> no, but, but what y'all do, and even though y'all only mainly play Southport, I try to do, but I have more than one Southport. venue. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We literally so, only play Southport. What do you mean but, mainly only? But, <laughs> but y'all don't just come out with an event page or, hey, we got a so-and-so show. We're looking for openers. Yeah. When Zombies Eating Ship has a show, you know it full force on. You think it's a movie premiere at fucking AMC. Like, yeah. And that's the kind of shit I try to do. But I have more than one venue I, I have to play around and, you know, because... I don't have that like patience like y'all do to where I mean y'all what play three four times a year, every time in April it seems like. Well, dude, like. if all we did was we, throw yeah, up a little a card table and, and fucking slap some mayo on some sliced bread, <laughs> and we play more, but it really to to me after one of my shows I'm fucking exhausted and that show is impossible for that show to be successful enough for everybody involved for me to feel like I should do that again. Like, because the amount of work, effort, and attention we put to everything, it's always a fucking letdown. So I just don't, I want to space those out. Like, I got I to gotta forget before I go back in. I, I think everybody here is the same way. We give it so much that after I'm like, fuck. Because it's not like a tour. Like, if we got to put the time, energy, and effort into creating this show that we put on and then got to go do it around the world and get paid for it and and do that same show 15 20 times like you see a stand-up comedian it's an amazing 30 minutes they wrote but they get to use that on john on i almost said johnny carson on all the night shows they get to <laughs> go around the world telling the same jokes we build a, a set and a performance and we only do it once it's like all that work and effort and people practicing and music being made and concepts and costumes. And we do it one time and then we never do it again. So it's like, yeah, I don't want to do that more than what we do maybe twice, three times a year. Like, it's just not practical for us well, Sam, mentally. Imagine, imagine that once a month. <laughs> yeah, it's Even, impossible. You wouldn't I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, that's what we do. I mean, but now we use my, my house as a practice space. And oh, that God. our first uh, guy, he's got fucking bread stuck to the walls and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All the pillows are busted. No, it worked. It worked out really well too. And that's something I always hope for in this thing because we started 
my first ever thing was in Jared's garage. So in my head, I, I was hoping that even which buying a house or even a new car was never in my mind frame due to how I grew up. <laughs> due to how I grew up, I never thought any of that would happen. So to still be able to play music and host a practice is just mind blowing. That, that could blow out anything ever. So hopefully that, that could still happen if my son wants to play music because he plays on Jared's drum set every goddamn day. <laughs> nice. So hopefully he does, but it's one of those things to where I don't even want to wish that on him unless he, you know, what really got to be in a band. <laughs> I don't wish that on anybody, man. Like that shit consumes my brain. That's going to be the life and death of me right there. Dude, speaking of which, Buku's postponed, so you can't see you there. You got a show, though, before the new Buku Canceled. date. Is that still what? going on? What? You got a show at Twist. Yes. Hopefully we get a couple of them before then. You know when that is? What? You remember the date for the show? Twist? What you got coming up? Yeah, at April Twist? 24th. April 24th. 4th. <laughs> Twist alarm, raise the death toll? Yep. Any surprises, or we can't find out yet? No, I don't know. Uh, the last time uh, I had a band hate me, because last time I was there, I threw a bunch of ashtrays and glass flew and hit everybody. That's how, at Twist? Yeah. Oh, and they and, let uh, y'all come back? Well, yeah, I mean, who else is going to pull people around here in this city? They pass, rules, <laughs> they pass rules because of you and Jared. Well, and that's another thing, man. Uh, look, I mean, for whatever. Yeah, you remember no the cake? cake? Oh, that I heard. Cake I still hear about this fucking that cake. That cake was everywhere. I don't even go there anymore and I hear about the goddamn I didn't cake. get enough credit for that, too. I want to fucking put that. That fake cake I made for you was fucking awesome. That was no, that shit awesome. hurt. Like, <laughs> that's some thick foam. <laughs> that shit hurt because that wasn't a real cake. No, that's another thing, man. Not, not, you know, I know you preparing me to uh, Danielle. But uh, I really am grateful because, like, you know, Rob told me if any other band would have pulled that shit, they, I mean, it would have been, like, set, cut off, donezo. Twist of Lime, when I threw that, and I, I did it because I didn't think of the consequences. And I always think about it after, and I'm not trying to hurt nobody. I want to look cool, but I don't want to hurt nobody. When I threw the ashtray and it pegged somebody in the neck, I didn't think about the glass bouncing up. Oh, so showing right. that owns just the, the immediate impact of the glass smashing well, yeah, into I was the like, you know, I grew up on wrestling. So when Sean came up and was like, hey, man, Sean? look. Sean? S-H-A-W-N, Sean? <laughs> I don't know that's how you spell the name. <laughs> he was like, uh, bro, if anybody else, man, you would have been banned from my bar, man. But because it was you, dude, that was fucking metal. Don't worry about Because I was like, bro, I, in my head, I have savings. I broke your ashtray, I'm going to buy it. I did it for the sake of the show. It was a prop. Dude, how much is an ashtray, bro? I'll Hope buy you got you. enough for a lawyer. Yeah, I'll buy you two of them. He thought it was cool. He's like, man, if anybody else was that, you wouldn't be able to come to my bar no more. And then it was like a dude that came up and said, hey, man, this shit bounced up, hit my girlfriend's neck. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, is she all right, man? Does she want to drink? Man, I, had to I, bring I don't think a about care that. package. Right. Well, I did get a. I uh, made a care package for the girlfriend. The, the part that I went, wow, he might might be going overboard. When you were like begging people to destroy the place yeah. and like Sorry, apologize. Sorry, Rob, we're about to burn this yeah. bitch down. Dude, I'm, like, I'm going to just apologize right now because these fucking people are going to destroy this place. You're going to have to close down after we're done. Dude, he was like trying what's to. What's fucked like, up is I don't think nobody, I don't have that much influence. I mean, people think I have I don't influence. know, man. There were like motherfuckers going bananas on the bar. At one point, I see you hit the ceiling. I thought the whole ceiling was about Zion to collapse. Zion was doing push-ups. Yeah, right? God. <laughs> What's funny, that's actually a meme to us, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm 
appreciative to play here. I never thought I'd play here. Next song, let's burn this motherfucker <laughs> down. <laughs> Tip like, the bartender and let's put out of work. I think it's one of those things you have to say. I mean, you want the crowd to get bucked, but you also want to, I guess, not break. I mean, you you want them to treat the bars if they, you know, like their own house. You know, yeah, you know. well, I, I've seen some of those people's houses. Ah, yeah, it's right? disgusting. <laughs> they, they are treating it like But that. I would yeah. tell you what, man, I hope old boy ain't listening. But the one thing I would say is about the sandwich one, and I thought about your comment. So the shit goes viral. I would say it goes, I mean, I don't know what viral is now, but it almost hit 100,000 views. The sandwich thing? Yeah. It wow. has, uh, I would say, almost 80,000 views in a couple of days. Damn. It was in countries. I where, like when you post it and you're like, singer, make sandwich. <laughs> it's him <laughs> posting it. I know it is. I know, but it's me. But you I don't want to make it sound like it's me. But <laughs> anyway. Hey, that's more, this, this that's shit, more fucked up than wearing your own band shirt, all right? This shit. <laughs> Just so you know. Trying to put shit, that tagline But this that shit is like. Wait, wait, I mean, wait, wait, what it, was the tagline? Singer makes sandwich during yeah, metal show? Like well, yeah. in, in each group. Sandwich. You got to make a different <laughs> caption in each group. Otherwise, they would hit you for spam. Mm. So how I feel. So I just make different ones for each one. So however I'm feeling, I go. So if I'm in a Slipknot group. This dude made a Slipknot sandwich. You know what I mean? Like this dude. This so, dude's in more than just an incredible singer. He also <laughs> makes crazy. a good sandwich. He made but a sandwich. But what's crazy is th- there's a bunch of them to where I had to hit view translation because I mean it was in Mexico, Europe, all this stuff. And it said Arriba. But no, you know what it said? That fat bitch with a shirt off looked like she wanted the sandwich. Look at that girl with the yeah, shirt yeah. off. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Zara's the one that made fun of my boy. I was like, man, my dude had his shirt off, but everyone that went viral, some of them even rose like, bro, look at that girl with no shirt on, man. She really wanted that sandwich. Only, hey, only one person. I mean, you can look at it. I'm not trying to like yeah, yeah. over-exaggerate. I mean, it, ha- it has a lot of views. Only one person yeah. went, did he even take the wrapper off that cheese? Oh, I was like, man. Everybody was like, somebody the paid attention. In the background. And then two people put, I bet you he copied off that guy making the omelet. Oh, you I went, busted. damn. I was God. like, I, am. No, I don't respond. I, and I try to tell the rest of the band that, like, don't respond to none of it. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to appear as if you got sand in your vagina. That's the worst thing you could do is get coronavirus or have sand in your vagina. see? That's right. Sandy one pickle. <laughs> yeah. Is that still a thing? What? Sand? Pickle. Pretty sure. Pickle? Is pickle still, still a thing? I thought you said you listened to the show all the time. Oh, my way to the Call him radio. Call him I don't know. He's Pickle's on, always on this show. He's on hiatus since uh, Mardi Gras. I haven't Vegetable seen no sign oil, of yeah. He's got a coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's, what do you got, Pickle? Vegetable oil, yeah. You put I'm that on, here, baby. You put that on Devin? Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, man. You staying next hour or what? That's all my questions, bro. Yeah, dude, we talked for an hour and like 10 minutes. What more you want God. from me? Yeah, you shouldn't have brought up the Corey Feldman stuff. Yeah, because you went. now you went over your time. Yeah, now I don't have that whole story for next hour. You're next you about my, my pledge. You I, got a, I got a GoFundMe going on. Let's hear, about it. Let's hear about it next you need hour. Pledge yeah, like to wipe down nowhere. furniture? What are we talking about? No, I got a GoFundMe. I'm starting. Who don't? For what? <laughs> to get not real radio off the air. Oh. No, <laughs> hey, if somebody pays us, we'll stop doing the show. Not cool. real radio. Dude, check them out. Uh, Brawler with the Raise the Death So he may or may not be here when you get back. But one guy who definitely will be here when we get back. And right now, he's DJ Mayday. Not Real Radio 213, Friday the 13th special. We have another reading from the Black Iron Prison. 
Also, we have PPV guys, Not Real Entertainment Minute. Not Real Minute, Not Real Entertaining, Not Real Radio, Friday the 13th. Stay tuned. from the black iron prison we're mostly blind but this isn't really your fault it's because of the shell of meat we happening to live in right now think for just a moment at the nearly infinite amount of things happening right now all around us i'm sure you can think of quite a few things now let's talk about them you can't see any of the infrared or ultraviolet light spectrum Unfortunately, this cuts out quite a lot of things your eyes were built to see. Sorry about that. You can hear anything below 20 Hz, or above 20 khz. You can definitely feel about 12 Hz, if you play it really loudly. Go on, give it a try. With just those two examples, if you hadn't before, now you can really start to understand all the stuff you simply can't perceive. I'm sure you can think of five more examples of an immense class of things that you can't notice are right in front of you. But it gets worse. Stop for a moment, and try to notice as many possible things in your environment that you can, simultaneously. Notice that, as you start to identify more and more objects, sounds, smells, and tactile sensations, you can't keep them in your head all at once. When you notice, for example, the pressure of your shoe against the ball of your foot, that distant bird chirping seems to fade from your attention. And let's not forget about how much stuff you weren't paying attention to when you started reading this. Let's face it, we all live our lives with blinders on. We only allow ourselves to pay attention to 1% of what we physically can perceive, which is an infinitesimally small percentage of all the stuff in the universe. And that fraction of a fraction of a percent is what we usually call reality. We call it real, as if it's an unshaking firmament of solid truth, that what we see is all that's really out there. But you're not even paying attention to the 99% of stuff that you can even sense. And this reality is what we base our judgments on how the universe works and what should be out there. We construct our actions and reaction to this 1% of available information, and reject everything else in the universe. And then some authority comes along, and tells you that they know what's really real, and that you should do as they do. Talk about the blind being led by the blind, or in this case, the blind being led by the incredibly stupid. So, what's the answer? Would it be best to try our best to see everything, all at once? Is the solution to try and tear down all the filters, to let your brain accept, acknowledge, and perceive every bit of information that comes your way? Would that help? Are you kidding? It would completely shut down your brain. Trying to identify, recognize, and notice every single thing happening, all at once, all the time, would completely incapacitate you. And let's not forget that. Due to physiology, it's still impossible to perceive a great deal of the universe, anyway. And because it's totally impractical to try and simultaneously perceive what little bits of the universe our senses can pick up, in order for us to function in our lives, we are forced to shut out certain things. But who, what, is choosing the things we do perceive at any given moment? That, my friends, is the question. Was it your parents? Was it the years you spent in school? 
Was it the TV? Was it a band? Was it a book you read? Was it a preacher you heard? Was it the kid who pushed you down when you were five? All of the above. The way you see the world, my friend, is a patchwork quilt of individual experiences, shaping the way your mind works. Round these parts, we call these things the bars and walls of your black iron prison. Now, before you go on with the idea that all this is somehow negative and depressing, let's break down the phrase. We're not saying it's an iron prison that is black, bleak, that you're in because you're being punished for some sort of karmic wrongdoing. Rather, what's being said is that in order to function in your day-to-day -day life, there are necessary limitations your body and mind impose on your perceptions. That's the prison. The phrase black iron refers to cold wrought iron, which is strong, usually shaped by hand, and often beautiful. But back to the main question, then, and the issue of who chooses your perceptions. Of course, the large answer is, your entire life up to this point, the patchwork quilt referred to above, stitched panels of the things you have learned, whether they were imprinted, conditioned, or learned, either consciously or subconsciously. But that's a bit too large. What it comes down to, is that you are the one in charge of your prison. It's you that has shaped the black iron bars that let you see the small parts of the universe that you base your decisions upon. Sure, you can say that it's not your fault that your parents raised you as a racist redneck, for example. But it is your fault if you take that as a given, as if that bar in your cell is a permanent thing, something that's been there since before you were born. But wait. There's more. The guy sitting next to you, they're focusing on completely different things than you are. Their entire upbringing has pretty much determined what they're going to pay attention to, just as your entire life up to this point has shaped what you're looking at right now. You know what this means, right? This means that everyone is living in a different idea of the universe than everyone else. It's a miracle that we can agree on anything. Just imagine, billions of people, all looking out at a different universe from between the bars of their own personal prison. Okay, big guy, you say, so what's really out there, if you're so smart? I have to tell you. I don't know. I have the same blinders that you do. I live in the same kind of box. But I will say one thing. My saying I don't know doesn't mean, I don't know, and I don't care because there's no way to escape the biology of my sense. I say, I don't know, but I want to find out. I want to try and see and feel as much as I can. I don't want to take somebody's word for it. I want to keep exploring, and figuring shit out. I want to walk out of my prison cell, even if I just end up in another one. I'm not content only seeing a fraction of what's out there. Because hey, who knows what kind of fun I'm missing. This has been a reading from the Black Iron Prison. You are listening to Not Real Radio. We are Popcorn, Piss, and Vinegar, and this is the Not Real Entertainment Minute. Not Real Minute, Not Real Entertaining. My name's Chris. Scott. JB4. So, On the Horizon is the second season of The Mandalorian. And, um... Like the first season, we're getting rumors that there's going to be another star-studded list of directors that are going to be uh, directing. Property. Yeah, they're going to be property. directing episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, there's rumoring that she's going to return. She did one of the episodes in the first season. Mm -hmm. um, 
they're saying Robert Rodriguez and also James Mangold, which the latter came out and said, hey, look, I don't know where you guys are getting this report, but it's bullshit. <laughs> like, Favreau hasn't even talked to me about directing an episode. So he didn't say he wasn't interested. He just said nothing's happening. Right. He said he wasn't. He didn't say that he wasn't interested. He just said, hey, look, I don't know where people are coming up with this stuff. I They're mean, saying it seems I'm- two degrees of separation from a Lucasfilm property, right? Like, I think... The Indiana Jones news cross-pollinated with Star Wars, and people just assumed he'd... That's my guess. I don't know. I, if, if, or some fanboys are just making shit up. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, I think anything that says we got it covered or ain't it cool, I mean, normally is kind of like, is, is highly suspect of being bullshit. But he'd be a good cool. choice, though. Independent of all that, he'd be great for The Mandalorian. He did 310 to Yuma. You know, I think he'd uh, he'd be a great choice. We'll give you some additional thoughts on on Mangold and such when you listen to our latest episode, um, which will cover a whole you know cornucopia of bullshit. Mangold but, sounds um, like balls. But yeah, but look, we'll hard go ahead. And, yeah, right, hard sell. So look, we'll go ahead and we'll just end it on this. But look, we appreciate you guys listening. Make sure to jump over to YouTube and iTunes and check out Popcorn Piss and Vinegar and Not Real Radio. Thanks for listening and seeing you. Hi, PPV guys. Dude, if, if we didn't have the the announcement that Charlie Sheen is a, a cooking oil rapist and the coronavirus pretty much took away every... I'm not going to blame the virus. Authorities decided the best way to handle a virus that's going around is to take away all of our entertainment and unnecessary oh, things. God. Oh, yeah. God, they sure did. They took it all away. The distraction, I'll call it. The only yeah. things that make life tolerable. They took away all the distractions to give you a major <clears throat> distraction. Oh, Jesus. If all that wasn't enough, right, going on this week, which made the week extremely long, yeah, the amount yeah, yeah. of news that was coming uh, through every day and, like, major things, not, like, little things. Right. You know? It's like, they hey. made sure they canceled the basketball game as they were on live television. Right, right, like, right. Things happened this week that were just very odd. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And a lot of things, It was rapidly. just a coincidence, Artom. I mean, Tom Hanks, he did great as Mr. Rogers. Now he plays Patient Zero. Like, there's Wilson! just a lot of things that he happen. He has the coronavirus, right? Wilson! Yeah, him and his wife. Wilson! <clears throat> Nolan.com article pops up. And there's a picture of Kane. I'm like, what the hell? So that's like, how you what saw did he it? Do? Somebody sent me. And I'm like, what is this? So I started reading the article. Kane got arrested. For spray painting synagogue of Satan fourteen eighteen, I don't know what the fourteen eighteen thing is. I never dove deep they, enough they tell into you what that. It means. They do. I not in the article I read, and uh, a swastika and a red cross on the side of a Mandeville synagogue. So fourteen in two thousand eighteen, this happened. You didn't read. So fourteen. Is uh, I couldn't I can't pronounce it word by word. You're but doing it's 14, a good job. I know it's fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's fourteen words that a, a Jewish killer wrote. Oh. Eighteen is the H is the eighteen letter, and that means hail Hitler. Oh, I got you. All right. Well, he did that. He got arrested. I think he's out now. Must have posted bail, or whatever. He's got a court date coming up. Damn. And I'm like, holy shit, man, this sucks. Right. That's it, wild. 
because like we knew we all knew back then we all like man king this dude's wild like he really into this shit right i figured i didn't think he was to that level i figured he's a a kid i don't want to say a kid he's not a kid we keep calling grown men kids but i guess it's just different now i'm I'm so fucking old that 20 (laughs) seems like a little kid at 20 i thought i was a grown adult right thought and he seems he seemed innocent too he had that like right i just thought man i read some fucked up books i read a lot of books and had ideologies for five minutes that are not really great and healthy like i wanted i wanted to understand things like major things in life so i went and read books and right got interested in a lot of things that uh, people would i don't know i guess the average person wouldn't but i never adopted anything as like a belief or I just thought he was always doing things to be kind of shocking, and that was a an edgy belief or whatever. It's something he could find his little niche in, and that's what he was doing. And it might or might not be the case. I don't know. But when I seen this, I'm like, oh, man, what the fuck? Right. Like, right. you were acting out on this? Right. I just thought it was like a yeah. th- a phase or wardrobe or style. Right. I didn't think it was a lifestyle. Right. Or just right. something to fight with people what, online about to give you something to do. And I'm like, damn, you went that far. Like, I felt bad. Like, damn, you went all the way, man. The the remember, I he, felt- got, he got kicked off of a South Park Hall show for this last year. Yeah. South There's Park difference, Hall. though, to South me. And I know not every, people are not going to agree with this, and I'm okay with that. I, I understand I'm in a very small minority. But I think everybody deserves or has the right to have the beliefs they have. Like, I, I, it's not, I don't think a good belief or something you should have is hate for another person based on, like, things that they haven't done bad to you. But it does get to a point in life where I'm like, if each group preaches not to like the other groups or that the other groups are going to have a worse outcome than them. Like, Christianity is like, we, some forms of it, we go to heaven, and if you don't accept this, you go to hell. Well, I, I and I'm like, that. that's hard, that's hate to me, and that's... Putting yourself over uh, other is people. Somebody on the phone? I don't know. Who's this? Hey man, is this me? <laughs> Perfect timing, Greg. What's up, man? Hey man, I'm calling to speak to that basis of the absent project, man. Well, he's oh, not here tonight. Brawl is here. Hey, I, hey, it's me, Jody. What's going on, man? I just quit Small Empty Soul. What's going on, man? <laughs> what? Hey, Jody, man. I just want to say, man, I break up from Absent Project to uh, Small Empty Soul. It's the best career move you've made, man. I mean, look. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Listen, rough, listen. Man. I appreciate all my fans out there, even though I'm 40, reaching 45. I tell you what, I wanted to be in a band for so long and touring, and then I realized that. That 12 stones wasn't all that because I didn't get all the credit. Man, I, t- I saw you up there on 12 stones. I'm like, man, Jody, you just don't fit, man. You need something a little a little heavier, man. Like, if you can get, like, puddle of mud, man, I would just get a whole bunch of friends to, like, mosh out to that shit, man. Well, I appreciate it, but if you would know, my, my birth name is Jeff. When I got my trans, my transsexual tra- uh, surgery, right, yeah. that's when I became Jody. All right, man. Look, I was a fan, but now you're talking about that trans stuff, man. And, you know, you guys don't believe in science, but then y'all are bitching about not believing in science with all this corona stuff, man. Hold on. Let me wash my hands real quick, man. I got to wash my hands. Yeah, please do. Why don't you wash your throat? Because it sounds like you got Kevin's dick in it. Whoa. Man, let me man, let me tell you something, man. You're talking about a bunch of stuff. Dad, fucking take that shit down the decadence, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, Greg, you're going to be playing a huge July... Third show with the Yardbirds, right? Wait, man. I mean, look. I mean, if it's not canceled with all this uh, Corona bullshit, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, look. 
if y'all come to the yard birds, man, just fucking baptize your nutsack, man. That's all we ask, right? <laughs> what you think about Corey Haim getting raped by Charlie Sheen? Yeah, it was great. Man, let me tell you something, man. I laughed my shaft off at that man on two what? and a half men, man. Let me tell you something, man. I was laughing diabetic. Yeah, so, man, we would get some KFC fried chicken, bucket family meal, you know, comes with the two sides of macaroni, two sides of mashed potatoes. I would, I'd go on the french fries, because sometimes they're a little soggy, man. Me and diabetic Ethel, man. She's laughing so hard, man, she lose 15 pounds right on the spot, man. Yeah. Right, so it must have been upset to hear, hear that or somebody you enjoyed their work. It does, man. It does. But, you know, there's so much of that shit going on around Hollywood and stuff like that, man. You know, it's just, you know what it is, man? It's absolutely fucking disgusting. Man, none, none of that goes on in Brobridge. No, man. You know what? Garbage capital word, man. I mean, the, the worst thing you're going to happen in Brobridge is somebody puts mayonnaise on your hamburger when you don't ask for mayonnaise, man. Well, they said Brobridge is code for boy bridge. Man, let me tell you something, man. Take it down to decadence, man. I was a huge fan. Sometimes, you know, you I mean, remember fucking <laughs> Everything's canceled. came out and they did that rock show, man, and Donatello only played the one string bass, man. That's what you're going <laughs> to fucking end up doing, man. That was Corey Feldman, not Corey Haim. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, Greg, what are you and uh, Diabetic Ethel going to be doing to, to pass the time while the quarantine's well, happening? Know, we're hunkering down, just like Margaret the uh, whore says, you know, it's like a nationwide hurricane around here, man. I did go to Rouse's uh, toilet paper aisle, look like fucking Corey Haim got fucking raped in it, man. Empty, man. Like a wind tunnel up in there, man. Just like his asshole, man. Let me tell you something, man. And yeah, I bought some Chef Boyer DABC one two three. I, they didn't have the full size, so I got the miniature, man. I got some beefaroni, and I also got some hearty soup, man, because they say eat your vegetables, man. You know, diabetic gal, man. She's just all about that batter. She said. Greg, can you go and get me just some fried chicken batter? I said, you need to shut up, you fat bitch. It's coronavirus, man. <laughs> oh, <God. Okay. laughs> All right, Greg. Thanks for calling, dude. But, yeah, but no problem, man. But, you know, yeah, we're just uh, washing our, you know, washing our hands, having sex, washing our hands. Uh, everything's pretty much closed down except for the Golden Corral. You know, we got the chicken nugget bananas coming up, man, and, you know, no coronavirus, no SARS or SARS or whatever. Uh, it sounds like SARS and SARS, you know, man. Maybe you're a fucking disease, huh? I know I Maybe am. Maybe so. I, I think so. Well, I don't know. You know, the... Uh, the uh, chicken nugget man is still going on, man. I mean, they they didn't. They said they didn't get a shipment of ranch, which pisses off diabetic Ethel. But you know what? That fat bitch doesn't need a ranch. Right? <laughs> All right, man. Don't talk about your wife like he that. He loves it. She knows. He, she's okay with it. She's oh, she's diabetic fine with it, man. She's right fine now. with it. <laughs> well, uh, Jody, man, I just want to say, man, uh, I'm still a big fan, man, uh, of Absent Project, of 12 Stones. Even if you go uh, play bass for, like, Green Jelly or something like that, man, I'd still be a fucking fan of yours, man. So well, you well, keep fucking playing. Well, I'm hoping my I'm first band, if, if you remember, I was in Surface, but also I was in Organized Hostility, and I'm hoping we'll get a re a comeback during that days, during them ill days, and maybe we can reopen Cypress Hall. Okay. 
Well, I, t- I tell you what, man, I got a real cool connect at 92.3. His name is Daniel Mary. He's a really nice guy, man. I'll pass it on to him, and maybe, you know, y'all get like a radio deal or something, man. I just want success for you, man. Well, I appreciate it, but also, man, during this coronavirus, me and my kid, we're making tie-dye shirts, and we're oh, going to be selling on. them for Don't 10 bucks. Kids, come on. Man, look, go put that tie-dye. Do it for me, man. Do it for me. We got a lot of trees up over there. I don't know if you got a lot of trees you know, a boutique, wherever you live, man. But I'm just saying, man, put on that tie-dye and go hug a fucking tree for me, man, because that's all the tie-dye is good for, man. All well, right. I appreciate it, because even though I played a low end, we're on some low times right now, and I have a GoFundMe to help my career get started. So I was in 12 Stones, a smile of your soul. <laughs> I'm trying to play bass for Puddle of Mud, man, so send it out there, man. My IGM <laughs> is Jody High Roller Bass Crawler. All right. I will, man. And stop getting tattoos, man. You're good-looking of a dude to... to to, to ruin your fucking skin with tattoos, man. I know you're a fucking rock star. You play bass, which is the least talented fucking instrument, by the way. Saying, man, look, you know, maybe get like a new haircut or something, man, you know? All right, well, look, man, I appreciate it, and I support all my fans out there. Look, I'm in an ICP cover band, and we're playing at Twist of Slime on July 23rd. All right, man. Man, I'll be there, man. And it's a fifteen dollar cover. Guess what, man? I'm such a big fan. I'll pay thirty dollars to get in, man. Was well, twenty dollars and a bottle of Fago? Hey, man, I got you on that, man. I'll stop at the Dollar General on the way because you know I'm a, I'm a high, highway warrior, man. I gotta stop it all. Every, I'll get you a Fago from fucking Bow Bridge all the way down to Metairie, man. Well, I appreciate it. And also, man, if you can, I'm in a contest to be the bass player for Trapped. <laughs> if you can put fifty likes on my Instagram. You're just naming like all these badass bands and like I'm a huge fan of, man. You, I mean, it, it would blow my fucking asshole up right now if you say you're trying out for Three Days Grace, man. Well, I, actually, I, I don't have that much hair to try out for Three Days Grace, but, you know, I'm trying to get in that band um, R.A., so I'm trying to get in Raw. Raw, man? Like the R.A., like VCR full tapes, man, with the dog? No, like the, the Egyptian god in Greek mythology. <laughs> oh, man. I, I tell you, man, you were just impressing the fuck out of me, man. I don't even know if I'm worthy being on the on, on the same phone line as you during the corona, man. That would fucking got me. Oh, he got me. Oh, fuck. I don't even get why it was so funny. Because he's like, you know, in Greek mythology. No, he's an Egyptian uh, god. I'm the Egyptian god, you know, like in the Greek, Greek mythology. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Like Jesus, man. I know all about that, man. That's Corinthians three sixteen, man. Three sixteen. I'm, all oh, right, shit. man. Well, I appreciate you being a fan, man. I'm about five hundred pounds away from being the bass player of House of Goats. <laughs> oh man, let me tell you something, man. So I don't know what. I, I can't get in contact with any of them, man. One of them is doing drugs. The other one's doing craft beer. And I'm not sure what fucking K-Goat's doing. He's probably sucking some dude off at Decadence, you know. Like, he likes all that shit and all that, you know. I don't know. I don't even know if that. Watch his hands, man. He's probably got corona. Well, no, I know that K-Goat guy, man. He's very upset that Mark, Mark Magneto never got him a chicken tender deal while the show's at Southport. So he fucking put a hate crime 
out on Southern Brutality and that oh, show over there God. and blamed it on okay, Kane. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you, man. Let me. It's on, man. They got a. They got an event coming up that I'm fucking stoked about. Somewhere in Alabama, man. It's in July. Not even close to Halloween. But John Targa's putting on a dress like a ghost fest, man. I don't know <laughs> oh what my that's God, no. <laughs> well, speaking of Kane, man, and all the trouble, I bet he did not see that coming. <laughs> He did it, man. I tell you, man, that boy went to the FBI and all that shit, man. I just found out about all that, man. Shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. Good talk. Hey, man, I got a joke for you. My buddy my buddy Kane told me this one. You ready? Is this, is I'm going to end it with this one. You want to hear a joke that Kane taught me? Yeah, man. All right. When Hitler was a baby, how did he tie his shoe? I don't know, man. He got me stumped, man. And itty bitty Nazis. Oh, man, that's clever. Okay. That's fucking clever, man. Thanks for tuning in. Then then I'm going to get off the phone, Jody, because I respect you and I want your time to promote yourself on this radio station. How do Chinese parents name their kids, man? Hell. They throw pots and pans down the stairs, man. Ching, ching, gong, ching, bong, ching. All right. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what, man. This is Jody High Roller, man. If it ain't the bass, it's not an ace. That means it's a queen well, you, or a king, and it's lower than anything. <laughs> okay. You just said high roller, man. We're going to have to do a date maybe after one of these sold-out shows, man. Me and you are going to go to Treasure Chest Casino, get that breakfast buffet. Then we'll go do some penny slots, man. We'll walk out there with about 50 bucks, man. We'll go to the strip club, man. I'll show you how we do it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, when you've been as many bands as I've been, since this is Jody talking, <laughs> we refer to pussies as slot buckets. God, I like that too, man. Hey, man, you know how to find the fucking vagina (laughs) on a fat bitch? (laughs) Well, when you're playing the bands that I played in, all we got was fat bitches. But hey, man, quality over quality. Oh, we call them around Bowbridge Gremlin Poop, man, because they're fat. (laughs) Okay. Hey, I've been to Borough Bridge, man. When When I played with 12 Stones, the only venues we could get in Louisiana was. Bro Bridge, and all you gotta do is shake a bottle full of Oxycontin, and that's what they call the Bro Bridge mating call. Man, they'll come running, man. They'll come running, they'll come running. They'll be swallowing, man. They'll be swallowing them pills, man. Oh, God, okay. Is that how you met your wife? What's that? That's how, I, that's how I met that. I bet she was, she was pre-diabetes, you know, she was pre-diabetes, but, uh, yeah, you know, she was fine, piece of ass, and then she just got, you know, it seemed like overnight, man, she just gained, like, 20 pounds one night, and then it was, like, 60 pounds, and then, you know what, I was like, damn, you're a fat bitch, man. <laughs> and then when she eats too much salt, man, her ankles are as big as her ass. Man, look, she got, she got so much fucking fluid up in them fucking ankles, man. I just, I just went over tankles, man. That bitch got fluid-filled ankles, man. Oh, man. That shit going around. <laughs> it's going around like the corona, man. But look, Jody, man, you are the number one musician in my fucking heart and in this goddamn city, man. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't understand why Chris Chaos don't play on the radio, man, because you fucking deserve fucking to be on the radio every hour, every song, every segment. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk to Danny Mary for him. But, man, Jody, I fucking love you, man. Hopefully we become bros and maybe do some, you know, extracurricular activities like go gambling and do crawfish bowls and maybe go throw some darts. Maybe even go fucking bowling, man. Well, tell me something I don't know, brother, because my next album, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing based on the Jimmy's Chicken Shack reunion album. He turned oh, into, man, like, Macho Man for a second. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> 
Dude, we we established Brawler's not real good at voice. <laughs> yeah, very Bro, this is, this, this is I think Joey. he nailed the Instagram, but the oh, voice yeah, wasn't yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did good on that, man. You did good on that, man. I saw that save, that stage dive you did, man. That shit was impressive. <laughs> oh, well, good shit, Greg, man. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, man, I love you guys, man. Y'all have a good show, man. Tell Jared fucking the general. I promoted general. I said, Jared, you need a promotion. I said, I'm going to promote you to a general in my friendship army, man. Tell that dude what's up, man. <laughs> Will do. I know. We couldn't get Jared today. Everybody's stealing Jared. We're stuck Jared. with problems. <laughs> That's all right. All right, not real radio. All right, Jody, man. I love you, man. Keep fucking doing them low. <laughs> And then you turn, you turn up that knob, and it's like bling, 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 bling. It's just fucking, it, it makes my ears have an orgasm, man. Wow. Well, well, thank you, man, because I'm the last guy that's wearing dicky shorts with the cell phone pockets. No, no problem, man. And, you know, no homo, but you're fucking cute, man. I'll see you guys later, man. Later, man. I appreciate it, man. Long live. Jesus, man. Oh, God, y'all too. <laughs> To finish up on 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 Kane here, <laughs> um, that was perfect. It gave me a break for a second. Right. To finish up with the, this, the, thing. the last thing. This? Wait, no, because Mark Stone, <sighs> Mark Stone asked me and told me about the responsibility you have when you're on a microphone. Wait, who's Mark Stone? That's a guy. He wasn't very happy with uh, the fact that we still had Kane's promotion up. Oh, that's that guy that commented on Not Real Radio? Do you want me to read the post or no? No, okay. I don't want to get into it. Okay. But he did make me aware you do have a responsibility. So I was going to talk about it anyway, and the way I feel about it is that he fucked up like he did. He He's going to have consequences to pay from that, and that's just the way it goes. But as far as like my support for him, this happened. It was two years ago. We all knew he was doing some fucked up, not doing fucked up shit, but it had fucked up right. ideology, weird beliefs, and all right? that. Yeah. And everybody, all of us, kind of stayed at a distance. But over the last, since we've known, probably a year, maybe a year and a half, he seemed like a good kid that was just looking for something at that point. Right. You something could tell. It, I want to say he was lost. He exactly. was just like in a in a transitional phase, and. If I thought that he was that kid from two years ago, now, no, we wouldn't be promoting him or having, I want to just say, like, having his back. Right, but right. it seemed like he really did make change. He was fucked up. He got in with a bad crowd that happens to a lot of people. Like, if he would have lived in a different area or been a different person, he would have been possibly in the, in the crypts. Right, and I think there was heavy like influencing going on and maybe even brainwashing. So if he was that person since I met him or got to know him, we probably wouldn't even consider Kane a friend. No, I didn't like him back then. I would have been, I, like, I would have found fucking, it interesting yeah. and like, oh, just like everybody who clicked to read that article, you see something, you're like, oh shit, that's fucking far. It's interesting because it's so fucking different, and you read about it. But uh, we wouldn't have been that close. I could tell, like, he never seemed like I didn't think he would have went and did, you know, something like that. And I don't condone that. One, you don't fuck up people's property. Right. And then two, you made people uncomfortable. And threaten them, right? So you now them and he's gonna abortion. have to deal with the repercussions of doing that. Like everything he feels right now, if he's feeling isolated or everybody's against him, thing, like that's the way he made other people feel when they read that. So there is hell to pay for your mistakes, and if you get by life and you never have to pay for your mistakes, you're the lucky one because most people do. Everything you do, it's usually twice as hard of to get out of it or 
to get back to even. And if you go into debt and it takes you a year, it's going to take you five to ten to get out of debt. It takes your penance that you pay for the mistakes you make in life, your bad ideologies, your day-to-day mistakes you make, your selfishness. You pay for all those things. And most of the time, the price you pay, you don't feel like it was worth uh, what you did. And that's kind of how you learn from it. If everything you did, you just suffered a little bit for your, from your mistakes or your evilness or selfishness, if you just paid a little bit for those mistakes, then you would never learn. You'd just keep doing it. We'd live in a worse world than we're already living today. But since there is hell to pay and there is consequences on earth, live in your life, regardless of what happens later, like I do believe in a sense of karma. And when it doesn't come back to get you and it builds, when it does come back, it's going to be even worse. So if, if Cain suffers some consequences from this, whatever they may be, man, just go through it. Like, understand what you did. Understand that you were doing to people now what people are doing to you. And you got to, like, hold your head up high, pay your your uh, your consequences. But as a person, I'm not going to abandon the kid now. Like, I can't do that. I'm going to call him kill kid again. I don't think he's a kid. I think he's a man. I'm not going to abandon him now. You know, it, it, I can't do that. Like, I think of now he needs to see that people aren't, uh, different or evil or I don't put people in groups like I, I wonder I don't know but I wonder if this Mark Stone guy felt the same way when they were spray painting on the monuments like I understand those monuments might not have meant everything to everybody but they were breaking the law and they were defacing property that, were, they, that wasn't yours and being hateful in response to hate like more hate and more exclusion or cutting people off or being an asshole to them more of that doesn't solve the problem. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. You know, the, the same people who hate Cain hated Cain and hate that ideology as much as the ideology hates them. And it's just two groups of people hating each other. It's like, fuck, man. I don't belong to a group, so I don't go around hating groups. I hate individuals. Plenty of them. <laughs> Most of them belong in groups. <laughs> but it's like, man, I, it, I won't, you know, do that. Like, it, it did feel weird. Like, I didn't even think about it. When I said our article, I'm like, oh, fuck, Kate. I wasn't even thinking of this show and that. Man, we did one show after that, literally one show we did last week after that show. And that show was already like a month behind to me. There's so much shit going on, so much happening. That show seemed far removed. Yeah, yeah. I kind of can understand where the guy went, oh, man, they're still promoting this guy. Like, if we would have had him on tonight and exploited the fuck out of the fact that he did something horrible you know, did something illegal and hateful. If we had him on tonight to promote, did the, the Corey Feldman thing, like, oh, we're going to have this guy who was on NOLA.com. That's fucking some sleazy shit that I ain't all, all right, about. Yeah. We had him on two weeks ago. Before we didn't this, know that he did this, first of right, all. Right, we didn't that know guy, he did that it. That guy knew before it got out that he did that? No, he sent us a me- He posted on our thing today and said that we had this guy's post still up on our page that we should take it down because that dude's a racist or not. After it came out, after and yeah, he was still promoting though. Because he found, but, but we weren't still promoting the, it. That post no, was we already there. He probably saw the article about Kane, looked him up on Facebook, and found us through searching his name, and then was like, "Why does this website or you know why does this radio station? He called it a radio blog. Why does this blog?" have this kid's picture on there why are they promoting him if he's a nazi they didn't re- he didn't realize i guess that that was from weeks ago and we fucking didn't know what we were promoting the kid denounced nazism and said he's not a nazi so if 
I see the change in him. Everybody else sees the change in him. He's got a lot of support from the local scene. Even ones that have been very intolerant in the past are giving him a chance. It's like, fuck, if they can give him a chance to be better and change his life, I think he's young enough to fucking do it and turn it around. Like, why would you write him off instead of saying, give this kid a ch- or guy, I'm sorry, give this young person a chance to fucking be good, you know? So, yeah, I, yeah, I want to help Kane. I want to be he, there for him. He announced that he did it back then when he was young and dumb, right? I mean, and they just found out. I'm just <laughs> now, trying to think for so all this did do from like a, he did a pub. He did a public apology after he got out, right? Back then. But no, I don't just know. Now. What is he didn't get arrested back then. Just they now. Just after the news article. After the news article, he put out an apology, right? But that wasn't the first one. When he first got like back on Facebook, he made a thing like, hey, man, I was going through some mental health issues. I was dealing I was with asshole. a lot of shit. I was an asshole. Look who his and I is. hope you don't uh, I hope you don't judge me for how I was and you give me a second chance. And he Something says like I'm that. not that person anymore. So that's he old, too. He had, that. he'd been saying it because one of the, the guy's argument was, well, yeah, of course, he made a public apology now. And it's like, yeah, well, fuck. I mean, he made one before, too. Like, I don't right, know. But he wasn't around. Once so again. Know. The well, guy didn't. Being, being the guy younger. didn't listen to the show. He doesn't know us. I spoke out against it last week when I was like, "How come he gets a pass?" You remember? Yeah, you I was did. Just you said, saying, "Why does Kane like, get a pass?" And then you fucking willed him to get arrested. For no, something I he did, did not. Two years ago. Jesus, Allie, why would you? Maybe put you made him feel guilty enough to turn himself in. Maybe what you're doing is it more fucked up than when he did. Jesus Christ! I'm just joking. God, <laughs> pin that shit on me. I'm just That's joking. Just Come on, Zartom. Not joking, but like I'm just making a false. Things we talk about on this show never come true. I mean, it's not a virus going around because people are getting in contact with each other when I told them to stay away. Oh, did you hear on the news? No. What? Did you hear on the news about the wine? They can't have the, the magic chalice at church. What? I guess not. Yeah, you can't do that no more. I don't even think you can go you to church You can't even right get now. the fucking... Yeah, you can't go to church because the number of people in there. And you also yeah, even can't, God can't save you from the coronavirus. You can't take the host because the priest's hand's touching Pretty it. much what's happening right now is what I was preaching a couple of months ago before I got the flu. Priest's going to wear them gloves. The one? He's going to wear them fucking latex and change a pair of gloves for each person when he touches the bread. And all them young boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, due to coronavirus, they're not allowed to touch boys or anybody. Anyway, <laughs> how do we get back to what we were saying? So, Kane, we fucking yeah, hoping I think we for finished. the best. Yeah, we're hoping for the best, dude. Man, I'm not going to abandon him and not promote him. Like, it's just silly. I, I don't, I think that's. I don't know. What was It'd be different if he was currently saying, I'm a Nazi. No, we're not yeah. going to fucking... But he's saying, I'm not that, and I'm sorry. So I'm like, well, cool. I'll give you a and chance. And we know, because we were understood all around him long enough, we know that this is not something that magically happened. He didn't, like, go to jail, find Jesus, and come out spreading a good word. He went to jail, he became a Hare Krishna, and then came out... No, but anyway... But it happened months we, ago, though, right. his transformation. So what's the cliff note of that? You're cool, cliff with note? Him. You're cool with him. Yeah, we like him. Cool with him, yeah. I want him to succeed. I think he's a uh, great talent, and I think somebody like him, who has, I'll say, all right. So everybody's got deficiencies. His deficiencies, if he learns to compensate for them, he could be a freakishly talented guy. He could do great things. I think he's just got to go through that struggle of finding that how maybe is, he how, can't find himself right through he some group. He turned twenty group. in January. Oh fuck! Yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna make like five more changes. Yeah, hopefully it just doesn't document them (laughs) on people's walls. And I just want to say one more thing about the whole effect. We're talking about bullying and stuff like that. Him throughout his life, because of the problems that he had, 
kids weren't fucking nice. So you got to realize, too, that when fucking kids are mean to other kids for being different or being weird or being this or you that. You hit them with a stick. Can you let me finish? That they end up fucking falling into groups like that because those are the only people that'll take them in and make them feel like they're a part of something. And it's sad because I really do think Kane was never a bad person that he just got sucked in because he was fucking pushed to that point by society rejecting him. Like, okay, well, you want me to be an outcast? Nobody takes responsibility. So Kane's now responsible for his no, actions and nobody's just, no, no, just no, no, this no, no. Stop society it. Stop thing. It. I'll he give you 13 reasons why. Let me finish. Shut the fuck up. He is responsible for his actions, but I just want to let people know that society contributes to creating people like that. Does that make sense? To turning good people into shit I like know, that. I know. I hear a lot of sense. people saying that. Okay, whatever. I don't care. You got to take personal responsibility. Yes, I did. He did that. He shouldn't have done that. That was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do stuff like that. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. I'm saying that since I would hope... He really did make that change. It feels like he did. Then he's not going to do anything like that ever again. It's just sad that two years later, something like that comes back on him. I just feel like he's really trying. You know? well, look at Bill Cosby. That's true. I guess, yeah, I guess you can never escape. Your, well, <laughs> no, you can never why escape we, always go, we started off yeah, with Bill Cosby. I'm no, not going back like, to him. No, what I'm saying is like, you see someone like Kane. <laughs> don't have like, a pudding pop. Like, <laughs> I feel like you have a smaller gap of when you could fuck up and when you could... Uh, have atonement for it nowadays because you know like Charlie Sheen now he's gonna have to go for like raping Corey Haim to where Kane fucked up did some dumb shit as a juvenile just two years ago when now he's about to suffer all these consequences and that, that documentary fucked you up bad <laughs> it is, I like Corey Haim he was one see of may they see the advertisement for that he closed his eyes <laughs> Dude, there's really not that much to talk about. Like, out in the news, everything has been infected with the virus from the NBA, uh, watching uh, the NBA games. That was very odd. So let me ask this, because I don't, I don't watch the NBA. Yeah. So let me ask you this, just because I'm still here and I want to be a part of this goddamn show. Well, ask your question, Allie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did they say that the NBA could continue on without an audience, and that's what canceled it? Or they just straight canceled the NBA? Because I heard canceled. they was going to do it with no crowd. They were going to do that. But then one of the what, players what came got... came first? Okay, they first were going to do that, and then when they tried playing, one of the players had fucking... got the illness, so then they just canceled everything. Canceled. Because they were scared that, like, anybody could be affected from the referees to anybody that's in there and shit like that. So all the players could get it. Put it this way. We had huge decisions that need to be, when I say we, people weigh more money and move decimals around more than I do. People had to make decisions. Even us on a little level, you had to decide whether you're going to fall into the hype and run and buy toilet paper or if you're going to be rational and buy food. Yeah, why, why? What's the thing with toilet paper? I, I don't know. I it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. They're gonna think they're gonna be quarantined, and Dude, I think in I some country nuts. they ran out of to toilet paper. So it where I believe this is all frenzy. a fucking TV show, that we're all just pawns and extras in this this charade that they they call society. I think society is entertainment for who whoever I don't know. It just everything seems so fucking weird and so. Kind of predictable. It it seems weird because it's not weird. Like, how do I explain it? Like, you're, all right. you're, you're part of the Truman Show. We all are. The Truman Show. Because we it, all are. Because I work with a bunch of conspiracists and older people at work, and they say, "Man, if you don't remember the last election, there was Ebola. Now we have Corona." 
But dude, you remember Ebola though? It was nowhere near this what they're doing. Like see, the I measures they're taking. You remember but last I don't remember week none of going this back? Shit. Going it back, wasn't going back two weeks ago when I said, "Man, it's weird that they self canceled South by Southwest." West and the first news I saw, the first news I saw about it was the fact that Amazon and Amazon and uh, Facebook pulled funding from it, and then a day later, (laughs) is that you or me? Is that you or me? Okay, Amazon, they pulled funding. Okay, he can't open Let's a beer. Just Give end me a now. break. Come on, Zarth. I'm quit yeah, being yeah. like that. We're going to no, go I'm a not. little after 10. It's not a big no, deal. No, y'all exhausted. I'm, I'm sitting here and everybody's falling asleep what around me. I'm about? telling you, Mayday's exhausted. You were exhausted. You yawned twice. I Mayday did not yawn yawn at all. Are you Mayday, fucking joking I'm, or serious? I'm that being wasn't serious. A yawn, you I'm watching idiot. it. I didn't do it. I was scratching the back of my I'm, fucking I'm, neck. I'm serious, curious. Are you Amazon stupid? Like, Facebook. who's sleeping? We're listening. We're, I was actually fucking paying attention. You were talking about Shit. the fucking people who pulled out this of the is festival. My we heard it. What are you fucking? No, because I'm tired of getting accused of shit that didn't fucking happen. Uh, Amazon and Facebook got paid or poll funding. They poll. pulled their funding, so they pulled their sponsorship, so then the fucking so they festival took their, had to They took their money out. Yeah. Of what? Of the festival. They were sponsoring South by Southwest. Oh. What are you fucking asking? Dude, Billie Eilish took a, <laughs> a shirt off, exposed her bra on a video behind her at a live show. And the crowd went absolutely nuts. I guess so. She's she got was, some big old titties. She was saying oh, like this. I got quiet. She was saying like this poem or maybe it was lyrics to a song, but it was about body shaming and, and stuff like that. But nobody could hear it. Because the minute that she like started to raise her shirt off, the crowd went and they were yelling and screaming. The article made it out to be like she did this great thing and said these meaningful lyrics about body shaming that nobody heard because the people were just screaming and screaming. They weren't listening to her. All they knew is that they were about to see the thing that Billy wasn't showing them. They well, thank goodness she's been a kid all this they're time. They're going to see the revealing of the body, which it cut off right like at the time. you just seen the hey. bra strap. Yeah, you didn't get to see the tits. So the, my point, though, was that they're trying to make this like she did some... This is Zion gifting the shoes. Ah. Oh, here we go again. No, I'm just saying that's what it is to me. Now, today, Zion says, thanks to the... Uh, the coronavirus and the games being canceled, I'm going to pay for the staff at the Smoothie King Centers. What? That seemed genuine as fuck to me. Yes, that to me is real shit. That's why I get mad when they do phony shit like the shoes. Because he would have done this anyway. So this he is, already would have done This is real shit. Shoes? Well, that was the last show. Oh. God damn it. Yeah. Coming to the movies? I don't think anything's coming to the movies. Honestly, I don't think... I don't know. I think premieres have been moved around. At this point, what is and is not canceled and open now and going to be canceled. open tomorrow? Who knows? So it's worthless going through uh, what's coming at the movies. I want to go back to where you think we're in a movie and you stopped. It just seems, it all seems so fake to me. Like, dude, of all the famous <laughs> people, right? I just seen an article. Oh, man, what was it? It was a YouTube video. I'm trying to remember it now. But they did a, like a fake it was somebody from The Hobbit or something. I don't know. They made a fake news story, and they just used a, a kind of mid-grade actor. And they're like, why did you pick him? And they were like, oh, we picked him because we needed a big enough name to where some people would care, but small enough to make it believable. And that's what helped them get their lie across. Well, the next thing you know, they used Tom Hanks. Wilson! 
Yeah, and of course they're gonna say, "Oh, well, he 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 recovered perfectly." And I was like, "Whoa, wait, what the fuck? It's Tom Hanks and his wife, and he becomes like the movie celebrity victim of something they're trying to convince that is spreading around so much." Right. He seemed very convenient. Of all the famous, it happened to be that is weird. Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, that's super weird. So why they take this is the thing? I don't and then, care. and then the NBA game, Rudy Gobert was two days before. Nice. Rudy Gobert was uh, doing an interview, and they asked him about it. Rudy Gobert is a middle grade NBA player. All right, he's not a superstar. He's not. They ask him questions about the virus, dude. He after the interview, he stands up and he like touches all the microphones and like. Goops off about it. Like, ooh. Also, man, I mentioned that he's he was a French down- player. He's from France, so he's not American. And he was downplaying the, the virus. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think, I think we might be overreacting. And he was kind of downplaying it in an interview and then joked around after. If nothing else would have happened, you would have never even known he did that. But the fact that he gets to be named, it was right. almost like they needed an example. Somebody made fun of this and downplayed it. And now here we go. First player. Can I say one thing really? too? I just saw something a second ago when I was peeing that one of the fans that the, he signed their autograph, they have it. Mm. I just saw that. Breaking news. So now they're saying, look how easy it transmitted. He just signed an autograph and now this kid has it. But they can't guarantee that's when it happened. It's like when you get sick and you're like, who did this? And we're right. like, oh, we started thinking of suspects. Yeah, yeah. You don't never really actually know which one. And the fact that they're trying to take people and go, oh, Rudy, go, where, where, where did he get it? What if he got it from the fan? Got it from it's Tom like, Hanks. Right. And it's like, but I really think they're trying to de- use him as an example right, and right. demonize him yes. to say that, look, this he is what happens when you don't take this serious. So you make yeah. fun of it. And, and Tom Hanks is the, the poster child of it. He's the Mr. Fucking Rogers right, of everybody it. Loves so Tom look at him Hanks, and his like, wife oh, went Tom and sat Hanks. alone in this room and, and they were in quarantine. And, dude, the dude, Prime Minister of Canada's wife has it too. But I don't know. I don't even know. Do I know. Well, this is I don't know. This one I want to say. I'm probably the stupidest person in this room right now. Okay. As far as like talking. <laughs> Fair enough. What well, yeah. we got? Some Cancel people. the damn show. Ah. No. So like all these entertainment things, of course. You know, all these people coming together. They don't want to spread the risk of the coronavirus this and that. How the fuck are grocery stores still open? Well, that's the and that's like thing. that's everybody Cause, cause look in the how fucking crowded line. they are too. So, so you're super that crowded. Dangerous. You said something earlier. I work on boats. We don't want to mess with anything that's from China. <gasps> I said that. You did. I mean, I'm, and I started thinking about it. it's true. Like building up to this, you had unrest in China. You had a trade war with China, and now we don't want to fuck with Chinese items. And, and our whole China, government is shutting down. Right. Damn, I said that. <laughs> yeah. All right, but everything's made in China. Right? And we, I mean... I don't know. I don't think that is as true as you think it is. Okay. A lot of shit is made in China. Yeah, a lot. A lot of components are made in China. But not everything. When they hit Fukushima in Japan, a lot of Fukushima? parts... And, yeah. Well, I just whatever. think it's crazy that they know exactly where this shit started from. I don't think they do. Yeah. They, they claim it was a Somewhere seafood market and then somebody ate a bat or a snake. Yeah, the fact that they're saying, dude, look, it is somebody crazy. Somebody said Mandarin It depends house. on what you oh. want to... Be- <laughs> it depends oh, really? on what you want to believe. Like, would you want to believe you can go online right now and probably find something that will verify that? Oh, yeah, I found like a thousand different stories, too. And then also, there's also so many different contradicting things of how you get it, so many contradicting things about how long it stays on surfaces, how it's transmitted, um, so many different death and life statistics. Everybody's got a different percentage. It's like there's no real fucking information anywhere on this. None. 
There's but yet, nothing fucking. We yeah. do know that nobody's doing anything. Everybody's slow as fuck. Can I say something else that I know? I don't know anybody that has it. I have at least four thousand friends on Facebook. Nobody has it. But what do you have? The virus, Sartome. And like an upper respiratory infection. It's like getting to be a it's the allergy season. Allergy a lot of season. people are coughing and sneezing. Dude, they bleached a whole elevator in my building today because somebody coughed in there. I, I want to say God. this, too, about the boats. And I hope I don't get in trouble boats for this. And hose. Boats and hoes. So we're not allowed to have bleach on our vessels. We can't have bleach on the boat because of uh, sanitary reasons. But they gave us this shit that's medical grade to, to fight this virus. And it's way worse than bleach. To where, like, you have to read, like, a PPE means, means a proper protective... Jesus. Well, I don't know what it's called. Okay. Personal <laughs> protective equipment. Might want to quit while you're at it. Uh, no, Thank you. I'm drunk, man. But it was like, it's like, you can't have bleach on the boat. But we read all the shit that, with this shit that they gave us. So if it touches your skin, it's going to burn. You can't flush it. You got to wear gloves, a hazmat suit, fucking mask, all this. And I'm like, dude, just give us some goddamn bleach. <laughs> You're okay. gonna have to take that up with your superior. I guess that didn't happen. I'm okay, that just that did happen. It wasn't my fault. It happened earlier. Oh, anyway, dude, if you don't suck my dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, huh? Go I don't know. It was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. You're gonna be calling him Brawlaham, Brawlaham, or whatever his name is, Crisco. Anyway, I don't even know. So what you blame we're doing. the media more than the sickness? What's is that? Is that the bottom line? No, the bo- I think so? the bottom line is I don't know shit, and I'm not gonna sit around pretending like I do. All I know is shit's been weird. It's been weird for yeah. fucking probably two weeks now. It was almost like you could tell something was happening. And I went to. I don't, when I went I don't to believe Rouse's. that we ever get told the truth, and that maybe because the truth we can't handle, like people are already panicking, Uh-oh. or it could be that the whole thing's bullshit. Bailey's raising his hand. What's that? If there is a vaccine, will you get one? It's no, a I don't need one. It's a question on if it's one. mandatory or not. I That's will the, say, I'm scared they're going to have a mandatory one. This is what I'm going to say, too, and because you say that, but I get on, I get my news from Facebook, dude. I'm, I'm pretty much like a MTV 16 <laughs> pregnant female. What the fuck are we talking about? Okay. No, but listen. <clears throat> with all the shit that's going on and the way that people are handling it at least like the government president blah 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 it's like they're hiding something to what if what if we're getting bought and uh, the new owners don't want all the old people and terminally ill children oh, what I'm saying is, is, it seems like they're preparing for something that they don't want to tell us completely so it's they're like all right man something's happening wash your hands wash your face don't make contact but there's something way deeper going on that they're kind of like building us up to I started thinking, what if it's to, like, make people afraid of each other, which, I mean, they already kind of were doing that, but, like, divide us further. Now you don't even touch anybody. There's no contact. You don't, you're scared of everybody that you see. You think everybody's going to give you something horrible to kill you. And so that's another thing where you use every man for himself, and you just really fuck up people's psyche to where there's no community and there's no, like, I fellowship. Told, yeah, I talked about that at work today. I was like, man, you remember after 9-11, every Muslim was a potential enemy? Yeah. Like you went, you felt that way, whether you wanted to or not. I don't think that's called racism. That's you've been fed a heavy dose of propaganda, and you're dealing with it the best you can in day to day life. Well, now everybody is like that. Everybody's a, profe- a potential 
infected person. Every time right. you touch a phone, every time you go, dude, I read what's the number one places you're not supposed to be going and touching the gas pump. It's like, oh, oh no, and I'm I touching did. the gas today. pump today, and to. I'm like, oh, I gotta go get these fucking towelettes to wipe my hands with after. And then, well, maybe I'll go in the store first because I'm gonna touch stuff in there. And I'm like, I'm having, I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, this is nuts. I'm like, I'm fucking going crazy. I just need to pump some fucking gas. And now I got to figure out this whole routine. Dude, because I was so once you go to the bathroom, fuck, let me give me five fucking minutes. Oh. Yeah, maybe three. If you go to the bathroom and you wash your hands and you do this whole 20-second thing and all that, how many people don't touch the fucking knob that you touch to turn it on to turn it off? Oh, oh yeah, you're supposed to take the towel Paper. and dry it. Oh, you understand, though, this fucking <laughs> thing that you're going I've through. Always been, we I, always I, did that. You don't ever touch that after you wash your hands. But this is why I'm saying. It's fucking why, so ridiculous. It's why not ridiculous. It's trying not spread germs around. Oh, it's why, fucking on, nuts on, to live on, like that. It's impossible. It's impossible. That's how we don't get sick. No, no, no. There's one thing I got to say is that I've always, ever since I worked at EJ, I've always done that. Like with, I'm super weird, dude. About I sanitize like, touching, every time I touch the computer at work. I sanitize. From being the stupidest dude in this room, why aren't these places being closed first? Which places? Gas stations, grocery stores, as opposed to because nobody food. could do anything. And gas. And you summer. got you got Amazon. You got fucking Walmart no, could deliver it out. to you. Amazon's out. You can't even order certain shit on Amazon. Walmart, I bring it to your house. You got fucking all Grubhub. All them shits are running Nightmare. out of shit. All them no. shits are running out of everything. All I know what is, I, don't get is, is like, I don't know these... what the world's going to be like in a month. I don't know what it's going to be like. I am totally like, I cannot. Usually I got a pretty good gauge of where things might go or lead. Dude, right now, it is the weirdest feeling I've had in so long. Like, Me too, since Katrina. Since like, that right. I'm like, man, what, what, is, what oh, yeah. is the world gonna look like and what is life gonna be like after this month Shit's like a major change. reset button has been hit a major like when there's they institute and make a void something gonna fill that void well what let me say this and i don't know if you know about this i just found out about this no we don't know <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not getting taxes taken out of your checks anymore what what does that mean anymore until this is over because Wait, of the economy. They'll just take it do? after. Then they'll just take it after. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Like they don't ever make, give They're going to make up for it? Yeah, they don't ever give yeah, what you, do you any. Think? Don't ever expect anything. What do you think? We're going to shut the economy down for a month and the they're going to give away a shut? bunch of free shit? Right like, now. For one thing, the economy's already shut down. But yeah, it's been going backwards. Yeah. And it didn't even start yet. Like so, That's my so thing. You're going to have to go through a month. They're not going to tax you on your paychecks. What paychecks? He's the talking about payroll tax. Why would we continue yeah. to get paychecks when we did no work for a month? Man, I've been working this whole last week. You're going to be one of the few people. Like, you realize that things are going to shut down for a month. So they're not taxing your payrolls. A lot of people ain't going to have checks. Well, and then, well, the one thing I did here was I thought it was the rest of the year. I, 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 I heard rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, Even if here. it's the rest of your life, if you're not getting a check. Well, yeah, I but, get it. But Like, what is that going to do? People going to have more money to buy what? More fucking toilet paper? These oh, fuckers yeah. got enough toilet paper. And uh, hopefully America follows. And I just read today, too, Italy is going to uh, 
allow you to not have to worry about your mortgage for the rest of the year. What? Yeah, I saw that. So wait, least. everybody, so we kill off some terminally ill children and some old people and now we get all this free shit? No, nice. they're just trying to protect the ones that where the economy is taking a hit. They're trying to help the people who are not going to be able to afford stuff. Like, this is a big thing. Like, people can't yeah, work. I, fo- like, I follow a lot of bands as well, which is small, I guess, compared to like real jobs. Uh Every tour has gotten canceled, this and that. And somebody, this is their only job. Well, yeah, and these career musicians that play right. like covers and stuff and play on boats. All right, so and what's play, your point? All this shit's like a lot of people are gonna I'm be without to money, so people can't pay their bills <laughs> because they're not fucking making money, and it's due to this virus. So there's some kind of way that the government government is trying to like help people to not fucking like. Lose Where does their the life. government get the money from? The, they're just gonna fucking take it out of your taxes later, is what I'm saying. So this is gonna be like a. They're big gonna old get hit? it back. It's a loan. I never heard it was a loan. It's that. Why wouldn't it be? Have they ever fucking? Did they? You think they didn't take that money back from those people that gave Katrina? A lot of people it. had to pay that shit back, and they didn't even know they were gonna have to. Katrina only really affected. They don't us. give this you nothing, dog. The whole world. I understand that. I'm just saying how the shit works. I don't know what the hell y'all talk about. <laughs> I don't either anymore. All I do know is there's no such thing as free shit. So why you feel None. super ever. weird? I mean, you're you old as hell. Because this is the first time you felt weird. Yes. Oh yeah, dude! 9/11 happened. That's and that's I'm gonna say that's the well, major moment that I lived through. I didn't have Vietnam. I didn't have World War Two. I had 9/11. Right? I had when 9/11 that, as well. When yeah. that happened, the next day, when the stock market kind of did take a hit, and George Bush came out there and go, "Hey, look, do not stay in your homes. You get out there. You go shopping. You buy things. Take a vacation. Do not be afraid. Continue to spend money." And that's what made. Work happened. Like, I bet you more money. 9-11 probably made fucking money. Well, duh. It was an inside job for that that purpose. That is why it did not... That The country kept going. It bounced back pretty quick. This this whole country is based... I'm telling you that. The whole country is based on the economy. All of our lives is based on economy and money. And that's not just in America. That's every country around the fucking world. All right. It might be dumb, but what's the difference between this this right now and banks, banks getting bailouts? Do you remember all that? Wait, so this is different because it's a month of not doing that. We're not going to do for a month the thing that makes this country great. The thing that makes this country, uh, other people from around the world want to be like this country. For a month, we're taking away all of our distractions. So is this going to be a month long of political political jockeying oh, by a two God. fucking party <gasps> system? I watched oh. a TED talk last night before all this officially shut down. I watched a TED talk and the scientist lady is giving us all great information on this. And then she goes to the solution. It was because of global warming <sighs> that we're having the coronavirus. And I'm like, man, you don't like this is my problem with that. That may be it. But in one day you didn't do enough fucking research to, to know that that's what happened. You just everybody's using this strategy for political gain, for political jockeying and to separate everybody. Like, if, if we let yes. that happen and we let everybody be divided and think that each one of us is all the enemy and, and, uh, and panic and, and do dumb shit, like run out and buy toilet paper because you saw a fucking meme. <laughs> I don't get the toilet paper. Like, dude, all the, it's just artificial uh, fucking it's well, self-fulfilling say- properties. You, you just, Prophecy. Yeah, you just cause a problem by telling people there's that problem right, and next thing you know, there's that problem. Right. It's like those things I always bitch about that get popular when they're like, everybody's talking about the new Zaza song. Nobody was talking about it that I knew of until you put this article out. Now everybody's still, talking about it. Right, well, they got to falsely say that everybody's well, doing something. But let me say this yet. real quick, too, just because I want to be part of the conversation. 
In 2020, do you really think this is what's dividing everybody? I think it's dividing us a lot <laughs> further. We already were being no, I mean, divided. I mean, in the sense of, all right, he said this is what's taking away everybody's distraction. My distraction, Netflix at home, video games at home. I could jam uh, online at home without people being there in person. Man, like the local oh, scene's the, dead, bro. They don't go to nobody's shows, yeah. man. Well, I got <laughs> just a kid. sits around at home. What I'm don't saying care is like technology, canceled. the way everything is, is already self-including everybody to, to have all the distractions, entertainment they want without even leaving their goddamn home. We're talking about community distractions, though. But no, another but thing is said, we can't sit home and watch basketball, though. We can't sit home and watch basketball because, because that's gone. Because basketball is held in an arena with people there that you can enjoy at your house without no crowd being there. Not that's when why, it fucking gets canceled. Well, no, but that's what they was trying to play without people there. They can I know still, that. They can still but play one on. They, they can still play team on team without you even being there. I that's know. the future we're leading into to where they could play against each other and you could have a virtual reality and feel like you're there or watch it on your TV and not even be there and spend the same damn price to where he's saying that this world, is, he feels weird for the first time that he feels secluded from the rest of the world and he's feeling distracted because of a coronavirus when in 2020 and the technology that the world's facing and this is what he feels for the first time is secluding him from everybody but when with Netflix, Hulu... All this shit, technology is already doing that, not a virus. Does that make sense? <laughs> no. How does that not make we sense? We still go out as much know. as we did before. You but still go and see But you're, you're like one or two years away from being able to go to fucking Babylon. Dude, with they a got headset people at Babylon on. that are like sixty. Dude, we're not talking about Matthew David. We're not David. getting that old. I don't think those things are replacements. For but you say this is the first. This is the first time you felt secluded. Yeah, one yelling at a time. I'm sorry. This is the first time you felt secluded from the rest of the world when technology is making its way to where you don't even have to leave the house. But we have a choice to leave the house. Technology is not making us uh, stay you, home. You like still leave I think it, it's, I pre, it's great that y'all arguing about that. I don't know what y'all arguing about for one, and I never said <laughs> I, I feel excluded from the rest you of the world. You said that. No. You, you said he you said felt said excluded from your distractions. Like what? What? One at a time. I can't. Man, I'm sorry. Y'all both talking at the same you time. You said I don't you know. feel excluded from your daily distractions. Excluded from my daily distractions. That's what you said. I don't even know no, what that means. No, he said that they took away all of our distractions. And yeah. he also said that people are being separated from each other. And it's true. Right. You said both of those things. Yeah, they took away all the distraction. Meaning if you go, no matter what you go to do, you're getting the official coronavirus propaganda the guys on espn man it's so weird you can learn i think people get a lot into sports later on in their their later live it's because sports gives you the same kind of thing that the i say the real world gives you but yet it's kind of meaningless so you can dive into something you can analyze it you can strategize it but you're not sitting around thinking about strategies like war and fucking economy and interest rates it's just a way of exercising that part of your brain that doesn't have the gravity or the weight that that the other thing real life does. Right. So when you get these distractions, the guys on the radio were laughing like, what is ESPN going to have us do for a month? Like after they announced a couple of days of this is canceled, this is canceled, this is canceled. What are they going to do for the rest of the month? And the answer is they're going to sit there and give the official reading of this new information. So every same, like, channel, there's no... So you can get on non-live stuff and watch Netflix <laughs> constantly, but something's going on. As much as I don't like going to Mardi Gras, I got to turn it on TV just to make sure it's happening. 
So that's, I think, how life's going to be. And, and people get addicted to this shit. There's like like an OJ trial. Motherfuckers watch that fucking OJ trial. This is like the biggest major social, uh, societal event. And everybody's going to be at home hiding in the house watching the official version of it play out on, on TV and YouTube. Or you could just live your life. Live your life doing what, bro? What we doing? Everything's now? getting shut down. All the festivals. I could have not came you're here. supposed to play. I fucking gone. Right. I could have not yeah. came here because of the virus, man. But no, this we're is just my only saying, night though, out. Like, dude, okay. they're taking hey. away like all the stuff we want to do next, is getting canceled. For the next month, Brawl is going to come and do impersonations. What if, the re- <laughs> what if the wrestling thing gets canceled? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Wildcat's supposed to be coming up this Saturday. At Butch Dewey Gym at seven o'clock, March twenty first. And uh, I don't know who's going to be there. I have a feeling all the local guys will be there, but they made an announcement like, hey, we still want to have this show, but we don't know if the out-of-town guys are going to be able to get here or want to. You know what I'm saying? It's a right, very, right. But I have a feeling they'll still put on a Is great Stevie show Richards as of right now. I'm going to be, I'm going to say, I'm going to be kind of surprised that they, uh, if they let it happen. Besides the NBA season getting canceled, my next entertainment disappointment was Cyrus the Destroyer was supposed to be coming back. I don't know if he's going to make it. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing, he was in Japan. I don't know. Is this thing oh, going big yeah. in Japan? He's done. Did it make it to Japan yet? Oh, yeah. You got to check your travel documents. What? <laughs> you got to check your travel documents. He's fading fast, oh, man. man. All right. <laughs> late. Oh, man. Well, dude, you survived Mayday. Mayday's got an exciting week. You'll be at Southport oh, yeah. Hall. Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Potentially, if it's not canceled. Yeah, it may be canceled, but thank you guys for, uh, thank you, Brawler, for coming on a special Not Real Radio Friday the All 13th. Oh, movie. I thought so, too. Wait, I didn't might... get to say, ow! I thought you weren't doing Wait! it anymore. Last episode. I guess I can't finish tomorrow, so. Nobody can tonight. What y'all doing? Yeah! <laughs> All right, so this week's Out with Allie. <laughs> I want first. I want to let everybody know that on Tuesday, March seventeenth, which is St. Patrick's Day, if Zartom will let me go, or if it's not quarantined or whatever, the Dude Ranch is playing at Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Southport Hall. Oh. It's the Blink One Eighty Two Experience oh. in St. <laughs> Patty's Party. That's what you gotta work. Support no. Babylon. Oh, right. No, this is Tuesday. Pay attention. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm looking really forward if I can possibly go. And these dudes even kind of look similar to them. It's very strange. Like I think this is gonna be good. Um, I used to like Blink-182. And then, obviously, we're going to go to Wildcat Sports and Entertainment Wrestling, Saturday, March 21st at the Butch Duet Gym, 1930 10th Street, Kenner, Louisiana, 70062. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time, 7 p.m. Kids, $12. Adults, $12. Wildcat Sports, Wildcat Sports. Tickets and more at wildcatwrestling.com. I'm really excited. Mayday, you were saying. Oh, thank y'all for <laughs> coming here on Friday the 13th. I did kind of enjoy it. And of anybody I would want to have on a Friday the 13th special Not Real Radio presentation, it would be Horror Mover. Horror Mover. Horror Brawler over there. So big thanks to that, Brawler. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. We got, you, you keep going above and beyond, man. We had impersonations. Yep. We had, brought us a bunch of food. A bunch of food. Yeah, so we'll survive. We drank a bunch food, of food. We didn't, we didn't even talk about horror movies. We just talked about the horror that's going on in America that I want to talk about yeah, right it's now. the scariest one. And besides coronavirus, man, we need, we need to get Charlie Sheen arrested. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard it. Do brawl favors. Write a letter to... Who would you write a letter to for that? 
Uh, he's in Hollywood, man. You can't do nothing, bro. You uh, probably got a better cure for coronavirus, <laughs> which is the Lyme disease. Dude, it may day, if your show gets canceled, we do two episodes this weekend. Ooh. We might have to do a special report. Ooh, God, could you funny. imagine? Could you imagine? Hey, you know what? I'm I mean, down. Dude, that's, if, that's two days away. You know how much shit's going to happen in two days? Hey, you know what? I'll say it right now. If, not, if uh, Southport gets canceled... I'll come and do another show, and we can have a special Ooh, follow-up fucking whoa. not for radio. I'll show you what. Is this 2.13 or 2.14? Wait, what? This is 2.13. Would that, if we did the Sunday one, would that oh. be 2.14? No, can you do decimal points in the name? Not <laughs> <laughs> five, 2.13 and a half. Yeah. Special thir- report. Hey, no, no, no. We'll do it Friday the 13th, part two. Whoa. <laughs> can I come back? I'll we'll do it. Maybe we'll do an Alex Jones show. Ooh. Ooh. Damn, you didn't even bring him up. He got in trouble for fucking selling fake cures. What? I thought he got in trouble. <laughs> no, he got a DWI, but then he, he, he didn't, drunk. wasn't drunk. No, but he tried to sell fake cures for the uh, coronavirus. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The guy that does the fake news or whatever. We'll follow that up on Friday the yeah, 13th. Yeah, we'll find out. Like uh, part see if like, does the colloidal silver uh, cure I would like to hear corona. an opera radio where both of y'all have a testimony of how this, uh, this virus affected y'all. Really? All right. Well, we got till Sunday. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I may be actually really <laughs> I already told you, I'm mentally disturbed. Not in a decaying type way, but still mentally disturbed. Well, yeah, because it just feels like you don't know what's to come. We don't know how long this is going to last. Annoying, we don't know man. how long things are going to be closed, how long jobs that, are going to be That's clean. one thing I was going to say, too. I don't know how much I'll... I mean, I'll pay for the extra minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll uh, hurry it up. So li- living in on the West Bank, man, I lived... On, like you were saying, Jeez, I, I was alive during 9-11. I was alive during Ebola. I was alive during uh, the Y2K. You're to sound For some old. reason, West Wego does not get affected by none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just chilling. goes on. Like, I never seen nobody with a virus. I didn't see nobody with the <laughs> internet out. I didn't see nobody get bombed by Iran. It just seems everybody just cool going. We're just going to continue to barbecue, drink. Yeah, dude. My grandma's like, I'm going to the goddamn bingo. Mom's like, no, dude, you can't go to the fucking That's bingo. That's why I think it's weird when I see Louisiana like even partake the nonsense like this because it, it it doesn't affect us. It does now. I mean, for the, I mean, I don't, I will tell you, I don't get why toilet paper unless uh, I didn't read that coronavirus gives you diarrhea. If Dude. anything, I would think you'd be like hand sanitizer, soap, which... I think the toilet paper was a test on how hard it's going to be to actually control these fucking zombies. Yeah, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> it wasn't that hard, man. That's saying the they had people going there filling up their, shop, their shopping carts and only buying toilet paper. Like, they did not think maybe no, if I'm not going to be able to get toilet day. paper, I'm not going to be able to get fucking food. But what it, are you going to be shitting out? You're not going to be eating. They said, like, nowadays, like, the, the billionaire... Which is a, a new one. term. The new new term I learned because I have two. The big and got pneumonia. So when you flex on somebody, means showing off. That's the new term. So to really flex on somebody is to TP their house right now. Oh. If you got that much toilet paper that you could waste it you throwing at their house, shit. Right. <laughs> dude. What's his name? Bobby so from Bag of Donuts. That thing he's got that shoots the. If you that shoots r- the, the toilet paper. Yeah, toilet paper rocket. If, if you want to rock the look TikTok. Look like pimp right now. If you want to rock the TikTok, you got to film yourself TPing somebody's house to a Nelly song. All right, you heard Brawler. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, check out Brawler. Raise the death toll. You may or may not be able to see him at, at uh, Buku Fest if 
if life ever cancel. returns to normalcy. I also wanted to talk about if we have another show Sunday. Yeah. If not, we'll have to do What's it next Friday? week. I wanted to announce the uh, the Zombies Eating Sheep show coming up April 10th, which nice. may or may not happen. I hear that we can have a crowd up to 240 people, so really? maybe we're going to have to do pre-sale tickets or something. I'm not Man. sure. But we got an announcement gotta, with that or with all it. the people who are involved to help us bring you nice. kind of Zombies Eating Sheep in its entirety. Everything that we've ever done and... and uh, Kind of, you've seen before. We're gonna to try to do it all in one show. We got a lot of special, good, great guests that are gonna be performing with us. People from Zombies Past and and Present and Future. So I think that's gonna be awesome. So we'll we'll talk about that more in the weeks to come. Yeah, it's called Back from the Dead, and maybe we will be. Till next week or Sunday. <laughs> Keep it not real. <laughs> <laughs>